Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Yo. Rhapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get From these talking heads It's Rhapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective Got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast Talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that And we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect We connect like a ball bat No need to double check These are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Wow. Ow. 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 No. Sleep. Tell Brooklyn. What's going on, y'all? You know what it is. It's your boys. This is Grapsity. I'm Phil Lindsay. Of course, I am with my co-host, Righteous Reg. In the building, media man, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster. Phil is more energized than when he gets sleep is the wildest part of all this is what I can't understand. I need to know his secret. It's Grapsity. It's Saturday. And you know, of course, is it the last Saturday of Black History Month? I think it is. So we had to bring back. The queen of Grapsity, Cresta Star. What's up, Cresta? You did you didn't get any sleep either? We don't get sleep around here, right? I went to bed at 5 a.m. honky tonking on the internet because when I said I was going to go to sleep, somebody was like, yo, but New Japan got a show on. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and this was me in my bed with my phone like, I got to go to sleep, but Okada look bored. <laughs> wow. Listen, man, what do you need sleep for, man? You can sleep when you die. That's straight. That's real. That's real. To quote Lil Wayne, sleep mm-hmm. is the cousin of death. What a fucked up family picture. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, like, are, are we quoting Nas or that's are we Nas. quoting Nas? That's Nas. I thought that sleep is the cousin of No, that's from. Because um... cousin of death is Nas, but Lil Wayne, yeah. you know. He, oh, he well, lift, I didn't know that. It. Lil Wayne. He lifted it. Lifted it. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm thinking of uh, Real G's moving silence like lasagna from NASA. Okay, What's yeah. the name of that song? I can't think of it right now. Six, uh, six foot, seven foot, eight foot, hut. Happy Black History Month. Yes, yes. We in here. We out here. Uh, what have you guys, have you guys done any Black History Month uh, celebrations this month? I haven't. Oakland has been, you know, uh, as they say, Oakland has been Oakland. So things haven't been as live and vibrant, but there is a Black History Month 
parade tomorrow called the Black Joy Parade. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm super hyped about that. Have you guys gotten any, into any activities this month? No, I have not. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you. I've just been extra black. I've been giving people black people facts. If anyone asks me anything, I'm like, did you know that black people will live forever? I've been lying. And I'm like, get out of my way. I'm black. It's my month. I, that's how I celebrate. Get out. I'm black. It's my month. I mean, you're truthful with saying black people live forever because like i mean in spirit and theory like james brown is never gonna go away like, his no. samples are gonna be around to the end of time you know what i mean michael like, jackson too michael, michael jackson's jackson. imprints are all over the music industry whitney houston come on now i'm saying y'all saw them flicks for the new michael jackson pick with uh his nephew or whatever i'm like yo this i didn't know there was about to be michael crazy michael. All right. Them, them jeans are strong, bro. I seen uh, the 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 uh, song he dropped on uh, DSPs, and I listened bro. to it. I was like, "No, this sounds like Michael." It's creepy. And I gotta look I, it up now. I laughed twice as hard because this is uh, Jermaine's son, and yes. I was like, "Wait, wait, wait!" The the talent skipped that skipped from over Mike to Jermaine's son. That's wild because, of course, if you know your Jackson Five lore, yeah. um, Jermaine was the original lead singer until mm-hmm. one pu- prepubescent Michael Jackson took his yeah. spot, mm-hmm. and uh, ever since then there's been unspoken tension between them. Um, <laughs> what seems like jealousy, but to at Mike, and so the idea, I mean, the know. idea that it's Jermaine's son that now looks like him and sings like him is very funny to me. You think Jermaine I mean, be opening his son's door and looking in there mad, like he looks just like this? I can't believe he look and sound like this man. I can't believe this. I feel like hey. Michael Jackson taught them anything. I may I mean, hate you, I may want to beat you, but this check is still gonna clear. You better go in that booth and sing this song, anime. Yeah, you better right. sing that song. You're right. He riding them coattails to the top. That's all he care about. He like my son in this movie. We about to get this money. I got a wild haircut. I'm sure. I got a wild. His, he, isn't his son's he, name Your Majesty or something like that? No, the the kid that's uh, playing him is it's not Your Majesty. It's like, but he does have a kid named Your Majesty. Yeah. Though. He, he does. That's a hell of a name. He, he's got some wild stuff going on. He's got like that goop on his head. Whatever that. Is. I'm saying, like, what is that? He looks I'm like he got like him. the the uh, venom symbiote on his head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is he forming into venom? Like, this is crazy. Yeah, it, it looks crazy. Uh, but yeah, uh, quite quite a week. Uh, <laughs> we uh, coming out of All Star Weekend. Uh, probably one of the worst All Star games I've ever seen. I don't um, watch sports. All I know is I got collision off for two weekends. So shout out to the NBA. Yeah. So I mean, All Star Weekend was cool. Uh, we got another uh, re- reminder that the dunk contest just isn't what it was. Uh, shout out to Mac McClung. He uh, has some dope dunks. I thought the dunk where he uh, he did this with it and then caught it and then dunked yeah. it. I thought that was fire. Should have been a fifty right. judges. Um, totally. But yeah, well deserved. But dunk contest just ain't what it is. Uh, listen, Jalen, I I appreciate the attempt, but listen. Getting out there and jumping over Kai Sinat in the chair, Come on, wasn't bro. it, my bro? Yo. You, 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 you trying to pretend that you covered your eyes on that one dunk after, way after the dunk, bro? You did not cover your eyes during that dunk. In a chair, <laughs> in a chair, you had him sit down. Like he's already tiny, and like you got him sitting down. This is crazy. I did crazy see stuff. that clip where no one wanted to pass to Kai Sinat, and the whole time he's sitting there like. <laughs> It's wild, uh, but yeah, uh, the 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 three point contest was was good. Uh, shout to to Dame Dollar, yep. uh, this year's All Star Game MVP, also won the three point contest. But uh, also big shout outs to Steph Curry yep. at 
the uh, fire uh, back and forth with Sabrina from the WNBA. I thought that mm-hmm. was probably the best thing about the entire event. Totally. Uh, them going. That was out the most there. exciting thing it felt like with that ugly yeah. ass belt. Yeah, that should have been yeah. the main event in my opinion. They did give mm-hmm. them a very cheap looking belt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> y'all expecting fed belts they it, it, i mean yeah. you know it's the nba they got paper out there that's true yeah. but the only other belt that i've seen that looked okay was the cheese it belt and i'm sure cheese is right <laughs> yeah the cheese it belt is kind of hard cheese it belt is kind of hard, hard yeah, though I mean, it is uh but yeah man shout out to steph uh i i think that just shows his impact on basketball the fact that yeah. you have someone from the wnba that is trying to follow his step footsteps, broke his record, and then came over and tried to beat him one on one. I see Almost my man, him. see my man sweating at, at first when she went up there and started shooting mm-hmm. and knocked out them quick twenty six points. Um, but you know, Steph is Steph. Uh, pressure, man. That's what Steph he loves. Curry. Yeah, you're talking about Steph Curry. Loves him some I pressure. I just found out that Steph Curry has a brother named Seth Curry <laughs> <laughs> that plays on the. Map. How did you not know this was a thing? I don't, that gets people sports. every time, Phil. Every I don't time watch, I don't watch when sports. somebody barely into sports, they go, wait, he has a brother named Seth, too? Like, yeah, he yeah. And, and, and he's pretty good at the three-pointing shoot, shooting yeah. as well. They're Not as like good as Steph. But I mean, Seth Curry and Steph Curry is about $30 million. So I was like, damn. I mean, yeah. also, yeah. Well, <laughs> And yeah. like a couple, uh, not a couple, like all the three-point records in the NBA also. Yeah. I mean, but Seth Curry out here, he plays for Mavericks. Am I right? Is he still with the Mavericks? I don't remember, but you know he's he's had a decent career. Um, but yeah, man, I I got a good laugh out of Steph showing up, and he had his like uh he had his plaid shirt on. I said on Twitter <laughs> that he looked like the dad from Smart Guy. Shut um, up. He did. <laughs> he, did though. <laughs> he, he came. He came in and looked at his uh his uh uniform in there in the cabinet like uh, Captain America did. <laughs> He suited up and he went out there and went to work, man. He did his thing. He did his thing. Like, uh, yeah, I think that really was the most exciting thing just because it feels like different. It feels like something new. It feels like something exciting. And she almost had him in the end there, you know, but like it's Steph pressure. He's going to come with it. Coming out of the all-star game, I think has been the funniest thing, Phil, because like there's all these news reports and talks of like, we want these players to be more serious. We're going to start offering things. These players want money. It's like, what? What is this game? Why did it get to where it is now? Like nobody cares. It's just not the same. And I mean, I think uh, I think KG said it best. He had in a clip from I think his podcast, and he was saying that it's just a disconnect from the old generation and the newer generation. And I think that that was what it was with Kobe. Kobe was competitive every year at the All Star because he was he's birthed under. He's birthed under one of the most competitive basketball players of all time. And so you, we don't play with this. Like, you show up to the All-Star game, you want to show up to win. I don't want to show up and just, like, come up there and put up some dunks and have some, some threes. I'm not here like, to have fun. I'm not here to have fun. Kobe was nope. never there to have fun. He he wants to win. He wants to beat you. Um, and it, this this era of basketball just don't have that same killer instinct, man. I feel like someone, LeBron James, had said that something, something, I'm not, again, I'm not a sports fan, but I feel like LeBron James said something about this years ago. About, it's it's the dumb contest. It's the all-star game. No one takes this seriously. No one's Michael right. Jordan and saying, fuck these kids and doing 100 points it's at not, the all-star game. It's not, it's not, not like the that. same, man. I've seen that guy, you know, of course, you know, if I say it, I'm a hater. I've seen that guy come up in the first half and get that dunk and then proceed to sit down for the rest of the game. <laughs> I was just like, that's all you're going to give us, Brian? You're not going to give us nothing else for the weekend? Nope. Nah. Then he was magically hurt 
for the yep. next game against the Warriors. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know, man. Take your take your vacation. I, I, yeah. I feel you, bro. <laughs> said, I'm going to go get my little clip in, get go viral online, and sit down. It's, it's an easy He's day for Roma me. Rain schedule. I'm here Straight for a good time, not a long time, baby. Fam. I'm a I've, I've, I've had this take for a long time, but there are a lot of similarities between Brian fans and Roman fans. A lot of similarities. Like, if you really break it down, crazy. a lot of very similarities to nah, Brian that's crazy. And, and Roman fans. I have no depth, so I'm going to agree with Phil, whatever he says. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but yeah, a very funny weekend for LeBron James. He came into the weekend with their report about him. Um, getting traded to Warriors. He was nowhere to be found for any of this. Then nope. then he showed up on Sunday and was like, yeah, yeah, I, this was my first time hearing this. I heard it when you guys heard it. I was like, yeah, sure. And then, <laughs> yeah, he, then right. he also had that clip that went viral of him going, yeah, I'm 50-50. I don't know if I'm going to want a farewell tour. You know, I, I'm not really good with praise. I was like, <sighs> why do That's we... the knock it off face, Phil. <laughs> Come Why do we be lying? Come I mean, on, that, dog. That's his thing, lying. But it's like, LeBron, we can see and hear you also, bro. Come on, dog. He's yeah. saying, but... who do you believe? Me or your ears? <laughs> Come on, bro. That's crazy. You gonna believe your ears I don't want me? a farewell tour. Yeah, I right. don't want a farewell tour, bro. Like, we watched mm. you throw an entire kickoff show for <laughs> you going to Miami and told everybody you were going to win seven championships before yeah. you stepped on the court. You stop it. Him Knock it off. With- he danced with D Wade and Chris Bosch for like five minutes straight. Like, come bro, on, bro. I don't know what this is. Your first year as a free agent, you threw an entire ESPN special. Stop it, bro. <laughs> Cut it out. I don't want any fanfare, though. Nobody said anything. You don't about have me. to lie to us like this. Cut it out, man. I don't want a parade. Just a little no celebration of gala, you know? Yeah, maybe, maybe we have a couple drinks, you know? It's not, bro, masquerade. We can invite, you know, Obama. <laughs> yeah, you know, just some light. Some light. I play one on one with Obama for my last game yeah it's, it's something easy something some like you know throw it in a little discreet place like the white house he, he, he did the he did the uh he did the sitcom thing where they always have this sitcom on most shows where there's that one character that's like i don't want you guys to do anything for my birthday and it's right. kind of like the running gag for the entire episode and then at the end of the episode like they throw that person the surprise party and they mm-hmm. try to act surprised and they go i really didn't think you were going to do anything for me guys no you're going to get a farewell tour brian knock it off LeBron James you can't have any sports show on any channel without them talking about you and you think that you're just going to be like I'm retired I I, I might want to go out like Tim Duncan bro yeah stop it bro (laughs) stop stop these stop these lies bro I want to be modest after all these years of not being modest Uh, yeah I don't think so yeah uh, some people just like to lie Look, sometimes lying is fun, bro. But it is, it, it's, it's, come on, dog, just cut it out. Yeah. Um, I like to get my shit off, you know. Yeah, but of course, you know, we've got uh, got Humper Chats. If you would like to send us your Humper Chats, humperchat.com slash Fightful. Of course, you can send us your Super Chats as well. Um, we got a few pay per views to get into, but <laughs> uh, we had a pay per view this morning. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys stayed up or got up early for it. Um, I, as I alluded to at the beginning of this episode, just stayed up and I just watched it. So Phil watched everything is what he described me uh, as we entered this podcast. So I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Back to back to back. Yeah, it was a really busy night of wrestling. Surprising thing. We said that a million times on this podcast already. But I mean, the big culmination of this was the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. But 
Before that, I want to hear about Mustafa Ali winning the TNA Impact Activision Championship because we got Cresta here who is on the Impact TNA post show. So I just like that thing, waking up in the morning and seeing all this news and uh, Dolph Ziggler and Nick Namath, all this, I'm like, no, Mustafa <laughs> Ali winning the <laughs> winning the X-Division Championship is what got me, got my gears going. So please tell me about it. I can't tell you nothing. I was at my muggle struggle during the pay-per-view. I was so oh, upset. No. I had to what? come home and get highlights. But honestly, after the promos Ali's been cutting on TNA, these video packages where he's being big jabroni president, I like... No, nothing disrespectful to Chris Saban because we like wrestling Uncle Chris Saban. But it. Ali was going to give him that work, and I, I can't wait to watch that match. I, I heard that match slap. That match was everything we needed it to be. But Ali winning feels correct. Mm -hmm. Well, I watched New, Jap I watched New <laughs> Japan. I watched Impact, and I watched WWE. So yep. um, Impact was a fun show. I actually think it was one of the better pay-per-views of this weekend. Um, I thought we got a really good tag title defense from ABC. Um, going Ooh. up against Grizzled Young Vets. Really, yeah. really good match. Um, if mm -hmm. you don't go out of your way to see any matches from this show, that is one of the matches to see. I thought they killed it. ABC retained. They are still your oh, wow. Impact Tag hot. Champions. Hot, um, hot, hot. Really, really good match. I thought mm -hmm. the, the women brought it with the tag team as well. Um, MK Ultra are your new tag team champ, women's Thank tag God. team champions. Thank uh, God. Knockout champions. Sorry. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm, ass I'm assuming they're going to go back and forth. They're going to have another match with uh, DK. Mm -hmm. um, Danny Luna and... Uh, Jody Threat. Jody Threat came out afterwards and ran them off because they were beating down uh, the challenge the champions afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I thought that was a fun match as well. We got some PCO shenanigans on the show again. I'm so which, sick of <laughs> I was here or there on that. I thought uh, I thought Giselle Shaw had a good showing as well in the knockouts mm -hmm. title match against Jordan Grace. Um, I saw that Spanish fly clip. Yeah. Come on, Giselle Shaw. You're not just being broads <laughs> in the face. Come on, Giselle Shaw. I mean, but not for nothing. Trying to be Jordan Grace is a tall, tall order. And I think the yeah. only person who's ever consistently pinned Jordan Grace was Deanna Perrazzo. And she not yes. here no more. So good luck. Uh, and good she, luck she's Martha. different. But yeah, Giselle, I thought, looked great. I thought this was a great showing for her. But of course, uh, Jordan Grace is still your knockouts champion. Yeah. Um, we had a we had a multi man match that I didn't see because I didn't see the kickoff show, but that was on there. Um, we uh, what else was on this card? That was oh, we got Moose versus uh, <laughs> we got Moose going against uh, Alex Alex Shelley in a very, in a no surrender match, which mm -hmm. it just feels like it's just a hardcore match. Like let's say that. It just feels like a hardcore match, but you know, mm -hmm. first ever no no surrender match. Um, mm -hmm. Moose won, of course. Moose is still mm -hmm. your champion. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Meh. I, I mean, I thought it was I thought it was an entertaining match, but I think the real takeaway from this show is the knockouts and what the X Division did. Uh, the X Division Championship headlined mm -hmm. this show. Uh, I believe this is the first time they've headlined the show since like 2005 or something like that, which wow. is crazy. And that just shows that Mustafa Ali is a needle mover, came straight in 
and main event at this show. Throughout wow. the night, they kept showing West Side Gun and Smoke Dizzy at the show because they were mm. in a row. That was fire. Mm. And they gave they gave West Side uh, a lot of attention. They rolled out the red carpet for him. They they showed him at the beginning of the show. They kept cutting back to him. Commentary kept talking about him. Um, wow. They cut back to him and didn't have his name under there. And wow. when I saw that this, I was like, oh, this is what he was talking about when they, he was like, no, nah, AEW don't be doing me like this because they certainly do not. Um, That's right. WWE doesn't either. Like they'll show them like a lot of times front row, but it's just like, oh, there's that rapper again. That's always front row. And then that <laughs> rapper again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Westside was in the building uh, in New Orleans. Um, so dope, man. I love that they uh, Impact did that because you're right. Like Westside's in every main show, every pay per view, everything. He's always front row, and sometimes they acknowledge him. But like you got to be acknowledging this guy more. He's giving you guys millions of dollars at this point. He leaving award shows he's abandoning record sessions to go and watch wrestling and you guys need to give he, it up for that he he's pulling up um but yeah the the story of this show as as you alluded to reg is that yep. mustafa ali is your new impact x division champion mm. um had a fire Sounds main good. event with chris saban um chris saban is chris saban of course legend yeah. at this point yeah. um but i thought him and mustafa mustafa had a great match um yeah. I thought uh, it was uh, <laughs> they got me a few times on the uh, false finishes. I thought Saban was going to retain at one point. Um, did hit him with his finisher and Ali kicked out. I was very mm. surprised. Um, we had a bunch of shenanigans. The good hands came out at, at what point. I think good hands is a wild name for henchmen. But they, <laughs> they showed up at one point. Um, but yeah, Mustafa Ali is your new X Division champion. Yes. I think this is dope. This is his first major championship, I think, in like, because he never won a big one with WWE, which sounds insane. Mm, that's wow. insane. Yeah, but, it's weird. But yeah, for him, because if you really think about it, he never even won a cruiserweight title. Um, oh, I first yeah. found out about Ali when he had this match with Cedric Alexander in 205. It was a long time ago, and then Cedric Alexander went to go fight buddy murphy afterwards for the title so it's like bro he was cooking since then He's and that was that had to be like 2018 that had to be 2018 because when was the last time 205 live was was live yeah um My yeah. and he cut a cut a fire promo that was on online uh according to him this was his first major championship in 20 years wow. which again you were at the biggest you were at the pinnacle of wrestling for some people you're on the biggest stage possible and he never won any title over there not even a mid-card title that's just insane to me yeah. so shout out to him i think that he's raised his profile a lot since he's left wwe um he's getting booked a lot at indie shows he's uh man he's got a ton of buzz so for him to come straight out the gate headline an impact show and win the title huge for him uh really Fire. really happy for him man uh really glad that he is showing people not just that he can be a draw but this guy is talented this guy is a great wrestler has a great has a great uh promos has great personality i've been saying for the longest this guy can be a world champion for a company mm -hmm. i'm nice. just waiting for it to happen uh but man shout out to mustafa ali now, you guys, I know it's getting very, everybody's saying it's getting very crowded over in AEW with these new signings and people's coming in, but Ali, you guys, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, how is he? He has to be AEW bound at some point, right? I will say maybe because, like, especially with what's going on in Impact, 
current, I mean, sorry, TNA currently with the change of the guard and a lot of wrestlers being backstage unhappy about that. I will say that might be, and realistically speaking, I love you, TNA. So what I'm about to say, don't be mad. (laughs) Your pockets ain't built like that. And eventually you're going to make him a star and he's going to want more money. You're going to be like, you want a cheeseburger? You know what I mean? Like, no, no shade. No shade. No shade. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Okay? No shade. I think TNA is a fantastic product. But they're great. I would hate for Ali to go to AEW and get lost in the shuffle like many a great wrestler do. And I would love for Ali to be amazing in TNA. But come on, somebody, nobody got a secret financier. Like, uh, somebody want to give TNA no, no money? Come the, on now. The guy with the secret financier got uh, fired. Mm. So, <laughs> like, uh, they, they tried to have one. And they was like, no, nah, yeah. He was trying to let you know he had some, he had some back in there. Keep them 10 M's, my dog. We don't want that. <laughs> Which, speaking of, uh, there was a clip that, that popped up online. I believe it came through from the Fightful account where I saw it is that uh, there was a video of all of the talent coming out at the start of the show mm-hmm. um, led by Eric Eric Young. And he addressed the crowd and he it, you could tell that they were talking about moving forward without Scott. And, you know, you could tell that the locker room was still voicing the fact that they were unhappy with the fact that Scott was gone, but yeah. that didn't mean that TNA was gone. That didn't mean that they weren't going to still try and put on the best shows possible. And I thought it was cool, but at the same time, I was just sitting watching it like, this is just all just so wild, man. Like, <laughs> the way he got fired, just everything about it is just so wild, man. That made me feel, I didn't know, I don't know because like, the whole situation is so bizarre on how everything went down and we're still getting news on it. So it's like they're trying to boost morale, I guess. But does the crowd need to be bo- like as a You're TNA the wrong morale? That's what I'm saying, right? As a t- as a TNA constant watcher, Cresta, do you you don't need your morale boosted, right? Like coming out of this, you're not like <laughs> you're not like they screwed me out of uh, Scott, you know, having Scott as a boss or whatever. The wrestlers are the ones that feel like they were screwed out of a boss cycle. They don't. I, I was just like, why are you talking to the crowd about this? But. I guess it's just like in general, they're trying to say like, TNA, we're good, you guys, don't worry. We're still here, don't worry. I mean, it's crazy when you think about how much Scott Demore was a fan of TNA. He's like, TNA's back, baby, we're doing this. And then two business weeks later, TNA, (laughs) uh, Scott Demore is gone. Like, like, that's really crazy. Like, It is crazy, though. It was wild. When you really think about it, people were really shitting on TNA for the lack of a better word. Like, it's the roach that won't die. TNA will never go away. And then I feel like Scott Demore really made something special. My analogy has always been... He turned Death Valley, California into a lush jungle, a forest. And right when he was like, okay, we could spread this, go into Oklahoma and them. And they're like, yeah, you're fired. And the guy we put in there is head of a paper company. What? (laughs) Insane, man. Replaced him with Michael Scott. This is wild. (laughs) That's crazy. That's crazy. And you know Michael Scott is going to run around and go, parkour, parkour. I have faith that TNA, like we said this on the post show last night, not last night, the night before. Moose to say that the mission is still the same. It may be new management, like coming from a football into this thing. It may be a new coach, but the mission and the goal is still the same. So I'm hopeful. I will always support TNA. But if I was a wrestler, you talking to the wrong people. And when you come backstage, I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but, but this was promising. I thought they put on a very good show. Right. Um, I thought this was again, one of the better shows this weekend. Um, 
better than night one of this New Japan pay per view we got because boy, this was uh, a lot a lot of mess in that night, uh, which we'll get to in a minute. But yeah. I thought the TNA show was very good. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of Eric Young, of course, Eric Young is the new number one contender for the TNA World Championship. Interesting. Used to get beat up. Interesting that he did that promo and then. He, yeah, interesting that he led the way and then he ended up being the number one contender. Just interesting things. It. Yeah, uh, you know he's he's always been kind of a guy. He he's been a TNA guy. He's for a, a locker long room time. leader. He he came back from WWE and he set an example that you know he wanted to be here. He mm-hmm. said he set a certain precedent, so it makes sense for him to be the guy that spoke on behalf of the locker room. Definitely, he's a locker room leader. He's a legend in that company and in the wrestling business. So it makes sense that they would yeah. use him as the person to kind of lead the way. But honestly, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, them switching back. To the name TNA, and then a bunch of TNA style things happening. It's kind of on brand. It's that's like, on. Yeah. That's very on brand. My uh, little brother's like, this is a TNA thing to do. This is a it, very just, TNA thing. To these do. TNA things just keep happening back to back to back, and it's like, all right, you guys, you guys are really going in on the gimmick, but you don't have to. It could just be the name. <laughs> just, that's it. Yeah. Like, we, um, we can just have the spirit. We don't have to have all the shenanigans. How long before the six sided ring comes back? <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah, I don't. Uh, man. Uh, Shout out to AJ Francis because he said something on Twitter yesterday that I thought was hilarious. He goes, um, I'm a legend because I got uh, I got the TNA crowd to say AJ sucks. That makes me a legend. Nobody, <laughs> You would never think you're going to hear an AJ sucks chant at TNA. And I was like, he, he got out of the point, man. The, the, the points were made. Um, but yeah, shout out to AJ Francis. He was also briefly here in a backstage segment where he is continuing to try to uh, seduce Young Rich Juan to the dark side. I think um, he was on the pre-show. That's where his match was. Yes. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. uh, there's more of him trying to coax uh, Rich Juan to his side. Um, very curious to see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that... I have nothing nice to say here. I want the best for AJ Francis. Shout out to you for taking the hate <laughs> and turning it. But, like, yo, getting people to chant AJ sucks in TNA is kind of a wild statement. <laughs> it is, it is <laughs> wild. It is. It is. Um, I like it. It is wild, but hey, man, he's uh doing some he's doing some great stuff with Joe Hendry. Shout out to Joe. He's Hendry. working hard, man, in general, like with TNA and just like in general of the yeah. wrestling thing. Like he's he's trying to be everywhere. He's doing matches, doing promos. Like he's really putting his foot down. He's trying to take Matt Cardona's spot as like the most active independent. <laughs> no, don't say that too loud. Matt Cardona gonna pull up to your house. You better chill. Matt Cardona's <laughs> gonna just show up randomly on our stream. Like, wait, how did you get here, bro? You don't even have the link. He gonna cut a promo <laughs> on you and then leave. <laughs> But shout out to TNA, well, though. Well. Like, I think that's a, it's like, this is how it always happens, too, is like some turmoil and all this craziness happens. But as soon as the bell rings, it's still TNA, yeah. and they're going to come in. Just like you said, yes. Phil, the knockouts in the X Division held it down like they always Every have. Time. So it's like, no matter what happens, it could be a fire, it could be banks getting Not robbed. They're still going to come through with great wrestling. So, you know, that's like, that's their, their catalyst in the way that they'll always win. As long as these rumors and emojis aren't true and everybody wants to leave. <laughs> yeah. That was the other interesting thing coming out of this week. We got mm-hmm. the uh, hourglasses on our, yeah. on our timeline <laughs> from certain TNA wrestlers. And, you know, people were insinuating this meant that a lot of these people were walking out. And I was just like, I don't think that's how I walk out. That's what that means. <laughs> I don't think that's how walk out works guys, especially right. I think like this is the carrying cross gimmick. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he did he did comment he did. on it he and did. he was like y'all are like y'all are gimmick infringement that's gimmick infringement brother 
Okay. Not going to work for me, brother. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I still don't know what the hourglasses mean. I, I assume we will find out later. But then, of course, we got the report that um, <laughs> this is just that, this, this, the culmination of all this stuff is just still so wild to me. Uh, we got the we got the report that Alexander resigned, and that came sp- straight from TNA. Yep. And then we got the follow up report from Fightful <laughs> Select that um, he did not plan on resigning, and they yeah. had they they decided for him. You're resigned. Oh, um, that's crazy. Is that you didn't how- see this? I did. I literally was at work till yeah. eleven. Came home, I said, I'm gonna go to sleep, and then was laying in my bed. And somebody was like, You watching New Japan? I'm like, I should have, and literally me on my phone. <laughs> yeah, now what happened was, is uh, TNA put out a tweet that was like, TNA re signs Josh Alexander to a contract, and and then like a, an hour or so later, it was all TNA extends Josh Alexander's contract. So there's like these, it's like some crazies going on, but then this came out that they said, Yeah, we're resigning you. How, is that legal? Can you I say him? I'm not a <laughs> lawyer. How this like Judge Judy be like, you have to have both parties agree. If it's in writing, you got to do it in writing. You can't disagree for me. What yeah. if I said I'm not going out there? To... What if I do the finger poker do? I just lay down. Now you mad? You're right. I contract. I didn't sign this. You know what I mean? Like you're forcing me to do something. All right, I'm gonna force myself to do something too. Like what the hell's going on here? When Moose yeah. come out here and point at me, I'm laying on the floor. Mm. Alan Angels, I'm laying on the floor. Now you mad? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so according to Fightful Select, um. Uh, his contract was going to be up on February 14th. Um, Whoa. And he would have been a free agent. Um, oh, my God. And, you know, his deal had a two-year two year option um, that TNA then proceeded to pick up. Alexander was not planning on doing that. He was planning on going into negotiation with them. Um, but, you know, we got this announcement in the middle of the week that, his contract had been extended. They picked up the option. Um, the the report from Fightful Select also let us know that Josh also plans to be a professional and he is going to fulfill his contractual obligations. Yeah. But this all just sounds crazy. Like, <laughs> imagine being Josh Alexander standing behind Eric Young doing this morale boosting promo. Bro, to the crowd. Yo, you wonder why your morale is low. Well. <laughs> In yeah. the back, like, yo, what are you saying, bro? Did you understand what happened to me? Yeah, this type of thing just makes it extra wild because it feels like the worst thing you would, uh, the worst thing they're screwing with right now are the wrestlers. And it's like, well, that's the last thing you want to do is have like this mutiny where everybody's like, we're out of here, dude. And it seems like that's the thing. And I hate, I don't want to, the the thing I didn't like about the Eric Young thing because it feels performative. Like I'm saying, it doesn't. It's not about the fans right now. It's about mm-hmm. those wrestlers because they are. They're like, what's going on here? I could tweet an hourglass and get my contract extended for two years. This is crazy. That's that's a yeah. little bit of madness. I mean, you think about the run that Josh Alexander had in like 2021, 2022, when he was literally champion until he got injured. Yep. I yeah. would want to keep him happy. That is your standard right. bearer. That is the person who. For all intents, that's your Roman Reigns. That's your Samoa Joe. That's your MKF. This is the guy who's at the top of the card and with good card. He literally just beat Will Ospreay. Mm -hmm. What are we doing? What are we doing? And if he was thinking about not resigning or resigning, he's definitely not now. Especially that's who. That's a very TNA thing. It is. They can't help themselves. And it's it's crazy because from outside looking in, it seems like he's happy with TNA. Right. Yeah. Uh, And it you know he may have negotiated and planned to stay, but. 
uh, just the idea of them just extending his contract before he let them know that he wanted to is especially insane. a guy like Josh Alexander that's like feels so humble. And I uh-huh. I interviewed him for uh, the for PWI and like just a really nice dude. It's like you wouldn't want to do you know he wouldn't do business like this yeah. at all. Like if you guys just sat down and were like, yo, let's talk about this. He's gonna sit down and talk about this. Right. We should never do somebody like Cresta said who's a you know one of the pillars of your company and have them feeling like some less than dude it's like that's not good like you said chances are he would have probably resigned there's been many a promo where josh was like i grew up watching this i got offers to go other places but this is where i want to be and i took a i took a chance on myself i this was a this is like if y'all did that to jordan grace not for nothing jordan grace will go everywhere and promote tna and yet this was a choice. This was a choice. Very, very interesting uh, turning of turn of events. Of course, Josh Alexander was also on this card. He wrestled Simon Gotch. Um, I'm sure he went 100. percent It wasn't like he didn't phone it in at all. Of course not, because that's does. not what he does, man. He mm-hmm. he went hard. They had a pretty good match. Um, I saw people, of course, raising their eyeball eyeballs when they saw this graphic. Like Simon Gotch, where y'all bring him out? <laughs> The, what works for him but this again this was a solid match i i again very good show o- overall um i think there are things to be optimistic about the tna reboot but definitely there's still so much behind the scenes stuff that i just don't know what to make of yeah um, i hope their whole year the whole year isn't like this like i hope that yeah. they can like have these little road speed bumps and stuff and then get it kicked off and then for the rest of the year we're just in the good stuff but the first of the year starting off wild as hell crazy um but yeah good show um very excited to see certain things very excited to see where abc goes with the belts i yeah. thought that they were going to lose to grizzled young vets same so i <laughs> i am i'm excited that they did get a very good title defense under their belts they debuted some new uh theme music as well mm. um so yeah maybe the sky's the limit for those guys i don't think that it is but you know always excited to see my guy chris bay win They've held on. I mean, I thought for the last two pay-per-views, I thought they were going to lose at the last show, too. I mean, and I think that's a good testament because you want to kind of invest in tag team wrestling and you want to invest in the younger generation. And you could have Ace Austin and Chris Bay forever if you if the things are good and and it's in the right right measure. So you want to invest in things like that. So I'm happy that they did retain in this situation. Uh, Let's uh, get into a couple super chats before we move forward. Hey, Uh, Van Twinblaze said. Did you know Fightful has a Discord for Select members? If you are a member on Select, you can join us on Discord. Yeah, there's I'm a new Fightful. That's crazy. Discord. Are you in the Discord, Phil? I am not. Yeah, me neither. I'm not. My friend's been trying to get into me, get me into it for a while, and I'm always like, I'll un- un- install the program and get into it. Then I'm like, oh, I don't know. I love Discord. I hate typing. I hate typing. But I love typing. This dumb Twitter, it has like this lock on me where I'm like, I hate every other app, and I hate that app so much. Like, it gives me anxiety and mental health issues and all the things. I hate it, but I can't give it up. Crack, baby. That's what that is. I need to go to rehab. I need to go to Twitter (laughs) rehab. Ragoff says, uh, happy graphs today. First time I had a pay-per-view at 4 p.m. Shout out to you. (laughs) Women's Chamber match was great. Stratton was great. Rhea getting her moment was amazing. Rest was mad. Yeah, we'll get into more Elimination Chamber stuff in a minute. And fool. Uh, Tony P said, "Post All Star Jimmy is here, and if they weren't going to play hard in the game, they could have tried at least to get four hundred or five hundred. <laughs> um, yeah, man, some uh, scuffling going on in that Miami game, you know. 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, Jimmy's that kind of dude. You, you know yeah, I mean? you know what the second half of the season feel like, Phil? Yeah, look, Jimmy got that dog in him. Don't play with him like that. <laughs> Don't play with me. Don't play with me. The Moyer boys was going at it, too, I saw. I'm like, yo. Relax, bench players. What? what? Yeah. I don't yeah. think this is. <laughs> uh, Warriors came back uh, hot when Draymond came back, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought at one point that they were putting a little too much on Draymond, gassing them up a little bit when they went on that losing streak, and they were like, man, we need Draymond back. And Draymond been back, and they've been kind of balling. So maybe I'll Energy, go. man. Yeah, I, I was wrong, too. I was like, maybe Draymond needs to take a break. But, like, Draymond energy is just needed consistently on the Warriors, as you can see. Yeah. Because he'd be saying, we're going to go fight if you get like, if it goes down, y'all got my back. Like, you know, that's how he introduces himself to new players. Like, yo, if it goes down out there, are you going to be down? And they're like, basketball players be fighting. I thought that was hockey. They don't really be, they don't be really fighting. They be scuffling. (laughs) He said there's a difference. There's a scuffle. Not all this, not all of them, but this guy be like stomping chests. He be punching people. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I think I heard a story about this guy who was like, Kicked out of the NBA for fighting specifically because he was threatening somebody. Am I bugging? Well, he has. We wasn't kicked thing. out. He, he got, got like suspended because yeah. instead of just being like, "Yo, give me the ball," he was doing this to people. Like, "Yo, chill out, bro." <laughs> oh no, that's you're thinking of John Morant. <laughs> oh, who, okay, who's that? <laughs> yeah, uh, he had a gun. Uh, it's yeah. a long story. L- long All story, right. but yeah, Draymond <laughs> was also great during All Star Weekend. He did the he did the commentary on the alt cast for the All Star Game mm-hmm. on there with Taylor Sw- Taylor uh, Rooks. Taylor uh, <laughs> Taylor Rooks, not Taylor Swift. Taylor Rooks. Taylor Rooks, brother, brother, brother. I don't even nice know who that is. When you guys start talking about sports, I'm like, damn, I'm not sports entertained anymore. Damn. I, I guarantee you that a lot of male fans know who Taylor Rooks is. Yeah, she's a uh, she's good. She's good at her we're at her job. Do you think Draymond's gonna go into sports casting or that type of thing he, when he's, he's down here? He's been, you know, planting his flag on the media side for a while. I, I yeah. can't see a world where he's not doing it after he's done playing. Like, cause how he's right into a podcast after a game or a big moment. I'm like, man, this guy wants to talk. So like he, if he could go and be on the panel right after the game, I think he would, you know? Yeah. Some people like to talk. Yeah. yeah. Um, Danny, Danny V said, no idea who that is. And my suggestion is to Google her. Figure it out. Which is uh, uh, relevant. <laughs> it is very relevant. <laughs> Look at you, man, bringing it back around. Ryan Ben six 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 says, "Credit to Tiffany and Mustafa, they were the stars." Tiffany just like gets over every time she has a big moment, which is like a testament yeah. to her. I gotta give it to Tiffany That's Stratton. I'm not really an NXT watcher, a lot less now since I got this muggle job. But every time I see her, yeah. okay. Okay, Tiffany. <laughs> I don't know if they've had someone with this type of energy since like the original like women's evolution thing. One of like every single moment she has, like she built her stock up tenfold. It's crazy. Like it's you don't see this on a regular basis. Yeah, it's yeah. giving me very big Becky vibes when she said, I've been tapping broads out for right. weeks. And people are like, you have been. Mm-hmm. And why is Carmella still champion? Why is Carmella still champion? <laughs> hey. Becky Benspin. Uh Sheldon Jackson says, we can just say that yesterday was a great day for former WWE stars with Riddle, Nenith, and Ali all winning championship gold yesterday. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well we'll get into it. Uh, Bragov says, WWE Gareth with the famous daddy killed me, Reg. I didn't say it. I just relayed the message. That's all I'm saying. 
<laughs> you want to get into it, Phil? Or... Um, <laughs> let's, exactly. uh, let, let, let's see what Humper Chats we got. <laughs> we, we got sleepers, man. <laughs> Oh. Interesting, interesting week for the Googles. Yeah. Just Google, guys. Google is your friend. I know y'all use that for everything That's else. Like to the University of Google, but you know, like if you just talk out loud, your phone will do it for you. If you That's just say true. it out loud, and then you'll get ads for it. So you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. We we do have humper chats. Um, it seems like a bunch of our humper chats are elimination chamber related. So probably right. should just get into elimination chamber. Um, elimination chamber, of course came to you from perth australia uh fly, flyer stadium fire atmosphere for wrestling uh man every time wwe goes to an international uh location man those fans be giving it up man every and, time they go i'm like oh american wrestling fans suck that's it we're terrible drag us, like, but truly because every time they go puerto rico australia the puerto uk Rico's i'm like america i mean you know you know what i mean you know like <laughs> somewhere that they don't normally go every yeah. three weeks like they these crowds destroy us with the energy and the chants and the changing it up like it feels good i love that wwe has made a investment in doing their big ple's out of the country yeah uh but yeah i thought that this was uh i thought the the matches themselves were good mm -hmm. um I assumed going into this show based on the time that was coming on that a bunch of stuff of note wasn't going to happen. We weren't going to get like any real title changes. Um, we weren't going to get any outcomes that were that unpredictable. I was going to say uh, it was a pretty predictable show. But yeah, the, the matches themselves I thought were good. Uh, of mm -hmm. course, we got the tag titles match um, on the pre-show, which I missed the pre-show. So sorry, uh, Kabuki Warriors and Candice and Indy, but I did not see the match. I thought it was dope that Indy got spot on this show because, of course, she's from Australia as well. True. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of I wish they would have taken the time to build something for the women's tag belts and did something more with that. Mm -hmm. But. Glad that they got the showcase on the, on the card. Glad the Kabuki Warriors got a spot here. Of course, Kabuki Warriors retained. Mm -hmm. uh, and this was a women heavy card in general too, right? Yeah. So, which is good. That's what I heard as well. I'm yeah. come on WWE because sometimes mm -hmm. I, I think that's a lot of complaint when it comes to AEW and WWE that you guys have the women, but you, you use it. them poorly or you don't use them at all. So when they do come out and they show out, people go crazy. So good on yeah. y'all. But yeah, Kabuki Warriors retained. Of course, if you have not seeing any of the internet stuff with with oscar on her account there's also the stuff of oscar's adventures in australia oscar holding uh, koalas and snakes all very wholesome content there's also the video finding yes also the video from kind of chan tv that she put up this week where she surprised one of her fans in japan she pulled up to like their bar and the fan did not know she was coming and so like soon as she walked in, as soon as she walked in the door the fan was just like <laughs> and then she like like started like going full emotional. It was really really cool, man. Shout it was out to literally me. the loading screen off of us. Like, ain't no way, ain't no way, ain't no way, ain't no way. It, it, it was it was crazy. She looked like uh, in Talladega Nights when uh, Ricky Bobby was doing the interviews. And he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. 
<laughs> like, it was great. But what a moment for that fan. She's never going to forget that. Um, mm -hmm. Really, really awesome. And that bar that she uh, run looked cool. I was like, man, if I ever go to Japan, that looks like something cool to try and visit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, shout out to Oscar. I love that she's doing, she still does that on a consistent yeah. basis. And she just... Looks like she's having a really good time all the time. <laughs> yeah, I will yeah. say Oscars and um, even Athena's vlogs that they do where they just go and do stuff. Yes. Honestly, one of my favorite, two of my favorite things to watch when I'm just bored. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> kind of Chan TV is a always a a view for me. I watch Kind of Chan TV all the time, but of course, I'm also mm -hmm. a big Oscar fan. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but we opened with the women's elimination chamber match. Um, I thought that the women did a very very good job of starting the show hot um very fun match um started off with uh naomi and becky they had a really strong back and forth but the match really jumped up to another level when tiffany stratton jumped in mm -hmm. easily the mvp of this match um very very much over with the australian crowd like I think if you saw any of the clips from the kickoff show the day before, you knew that that crowd was going to be hyped for her the second she got in. And you could hear the tiff, Tiffy time chants even before she checked in. So by the time she got in there, the crowd was hot for her. And she did a lot of really cool stuff. Did an awesome swanton off the top of the pods. Um, had a bunch of other cool exchanges with Naomi. Yeah, she was fire here. Like, far and away the MVP of this match. Um yeah, social media has been all Tiffany Stratton, Tiffany Stratton, Tiffany Stratton. Legit, everyone is talking about her coming out of this match. And coming into this match, I thought that it was kind of the same thing. So it's dope to see that because they always need one person that's going to come in and do the big wild spots. Uh -huh. And to know that she was kind of designated with it and came through and executed is really dope. And that yes. they trusted her with it, too. Like, yeah. side note, personal feelings show. aside, I will always root for someone named Tiffany. Tiffany, my shoot name. So I'm like, come on, Tiffany time. <laughs> Any, you, unless you're a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, come on, Tiffany. I'm, I'm so happy for her. And you, this, again, you're a New York fan then? Huh? You're a New York fan then? New York. I'm from New York. What you mean? No, as in like, oh, Tiffany the character in New York. Yeah. When I was younger, I was like, wow, she's annoying. Now that I'm older, she was right. <laughs> Bye, Bye. She was right. I love Tiffany no. Pollard. She's Bye, a she, was, she was definitely right about Pumpkin. Don't don't ever let anybody spit on you. Like don't Pumpkin was uh Pumpkin was from Bakersfield, so like we had some like six degrees of separation type. Like my friend dated her. I'm like, this is like I can't really. Too, yeah, I can't be too close to this. <laughs> These situations are too. Yeah, no, I'm like this is weird. So weird. But yeah, New York was right. New yeah, York was but, right about so many things in hindsight. And honestly, reality TV back in the day would not have been what it was if it wasn't for New York out here honky tonking on Flavor of Love. So sure you're welcome. <laughs> come on, Tiffany's. Boop. Uh, yeah, but no, <laughs> Tiffany was great here. Liv Morgan also was great in this match. Um, surprisingly, uh, Liv played into the finish of this match, which I'll get mm. into in a second because I was very shocked mm -hmm. uh, at, the, at the finish of this match. Uh, not the actual outcome, but just how we got there. Um, a lot of people were upset that Naomi was the first woman eliminated, which Shenanigans. Uh, I, of course, wasn't shocked about. But uh, awesome. just the way, yes. the way that she was eliminated, uh, of course, she was. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But 
the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. And by Tiffany Stratton, mm-hmm. um, after... Naomi also did a cool spot off the top of the pod. She mm-hmm. kind of slid in <laughs> and took advantage of the situation and pinned Naomi. Um, I got to say that if I'm Naomi in this situation to bring up Tiffany Pollard again, the, the, when I go backstage, the first thing I'm looking at Triple H is, why you bring me back, Flav? Why you bring me back, Flav? <laughs> I was champion over in fucking TNA, and you got me back taking the first one out? This is why I left. Bro, I if I was Naomi, I'm hunting we square up. <laughs> Put me in a bloodline or something. I saw like, your <laughs> You are wild as hell, Krista. <laughs> That's true though. I saw your uh your tweet, Phil, about uh Jade and yes. how potentially if she was in this match given this same type of, type of opportunity, she could have really gotten over. Yeah, yeah. I, I I this was the thing I disagree with a lot of people on Twitter. Um like for First of all, we don't know that she was supposed to be in this match. Right. Um, I was just saying, for my personal taste, I would have liked to seen her in the match because mm-hmm. she had a good showing in the Royal Rumble, and I thought this would have been a good follow-up to have her in an Elimination Chamber match. Right. And I saw a lot of people that had uh, the notion that what she'd have to lose, and the the Tiffany Stratton stuff in this match shows that long as you go out there and you capitalize on your mm-hmm. spot in the match and you yep. win the crowd over, it Don't wouldn't matter. have mattered if she lost. Like you, you're you're raising your profile. You're getting more fans. You're getting more fuzz. And so, like Tiffany lost here, but she really didn't lose. Like she's right. this does not hurt her in any way. If anything, she like, won. More people yeah. are gonna want to see her get pushed now because she was so great in this match and she got over so well with the crowd. Um, but yeah, I would have liked to see Jay, but that's just at this point, I just want to see her on TV. Like just put her yeah. on TV, put her in the matches, like do something with her. Like it just I don't Veer. know. It's uh, Veer with Jade at this point. How when is she right. coming? Yeah, yeah, no, you gotta start executing at this point. That would have just been a good introduction because Agreed. there would have been a creative way to get her out without where she would have looked strong either way. So I do understand. But I'm like, what are y'all doing? Like, is she gonna have a mania match at this point? Like, you gotta. But you start already did it. it at the Rumble. You could use yeah. Jade, and like Phil said, there are ways to make people look strong in defeat. Since, like, literally since Elimination Chamber, Tiffany Stratton has been trending on X Twitter for like yes. straight, yeah. straight up. And that's what I'm saying. All you right. could have, you could have put Jade in this match and <sighs> showcased her well in this, well enough where it wouldn't have mattered if she lost. Mm-hmm. But three black know, girls, you dragging it, Phil. <laughs> but you know, look, man, I digress, man. 
man. Um, Not all was- of you guys can be in this match. <laughs> we only got three of you, so please. <laughs> and Bianca finally got two friends. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I digress. She wasn't in a match. Um, I hope that they have plans for her for WrestleMania. I hope that, Definitely. you know, something's coming of the contract stuff that they did backstage on SmackDown. Mm. Um but, you know, like I said, Naomi was the first woman eliminated. We also had Raquel in here. Raquel, um, she showed some videos this week of her, the skin condition she struggled mm-hmm. with before she came back. Um, I think it's the same skin condition that Tennille Dashwood had as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could see when she came out that you could, she could still see some of the effects on it. And so, you know, you know that's really, really dope that she had the courage to come out and mm-hmm. perform and still perform well with that. Yeah. Um, and to even put out the videos and show what she was struggling with, I think that took a lot of courage as well. Um, but to yeah, come she, back and do it in a match like that in front of that many people, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Shout out to her. But, yeah, she she uh, looked great in the spots that she was in. Um, like I said, of course, Liv, if, if not if not for Tiffany in this match, I thought Liv also had a very good showing. A lot of people wanted Liv to win this match. I was surprised yeah. how much because Liv came back and she said that, you know, this is going to be a revenge tour. Of course, she has ties to Rhea because Rhea injured her before she went out, quote unquote, injured her. <laughs> um, and the storyline stuff, it made sense for her to be the one to move on and challenge uh, Rhea at WrestleMania. But of course, they've been teasing this Becky and Rhea match for over a year at this point. I always felt like Becky was winning it. Becky cut the promo on Rhea on Raw. Then she, of course, confronted her at the kickoff show. I didn't see how anybody could have possibly assumed that anybody but Becky was winning this match. The little um, graphic was the six of them and Becky's like right here up front. It's like, yeah. all right, you guys. It, it was very clear <laughs> that Becky was winning this match. They've been they've been teeing this up for a, a, a while. And so um, I expect. But I'm not her. mad at it, honestly. Not I like, not I like I, kind of sometimes where they're like, "We're t- uh, Becky is Becky, dude. She's going to come in and win this yeah. match. And that's what she did. And I, I thought the outcome of both Elimination Chamber matches was very predictable, but right. I, I was fine with how we got here. The end of the match, buddy, um, the final three was Becky, Liv Morgan, and Bianca Belair. Um, Liv pinned Bianca Belair in this match to eliminate her Hold on a minute. before Becky pinned Liv to finish the match and go on to win. Ooh. I did not expect Liv Morgan to pin Bianca Belair here. I was very huh. stunned by that. Um, but she's saying this, though, that everybody wanted Liv to win. She is just one of those women's wrestlers in WWE that's consistently yeah. over. People love her. And so like, I don't know if she'll ever her. get out of that of like, People just love her so much. She's in a great position. So this isn't surprising. Maybe they're going to have a WrestleMania match. I'm not mad at it. I'm not yeah. real with you. I mean, that's cool to be loved, but at some point it does have to turn into championships. I'm trying True. to think of some Mustafa Ali, a good example. Someone who yeah. everyone was like, yeah, yeah. And right when we thought he was going to win it, beast in the bank. I'm, I wasn't that high on Liv Morgan until I was on Gabby Tuff's Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I saw her training with Liv. I'm like, why ain't you doing that in the ring? But it's like, oh, it's WWE. Oh, never mind, it's WWE. It's yeah, WWE. but yeah, uh, I thought I thought Bianca had a very very good showing here mm-hmm. as well. She pulled off a really really good DDT onto outside at, at a counter. Looked fire. Um, she had a bunch of other good spots here. Her and uh, Tiffany had some really good exchanges. I wouldn't be surprised if the WrestleMania match is Tiffany versus Bianca, um, just based I would on love some. To see that. Yeah, based off the stuff in this match, based off some of the stuff in SmackDown. Um, but yeah, Liv Morgan pinned Bianca Belair. And so 
Um, Liv did not win the match, but I thought that that made her look like a big deal. I would have yeah. never guessed going into this match that she would pin somebody yeah. as big of a star as Bianca. I think that that's big for her. I hope that they play off of that moving forward and it's not something that just goes away like, oh, well, she pinned Bianca in that match in a roll-up. They need to definitely make that uh, bragging right for her moving forward. Cause that's a big deal. It is. That's a that's a good accolade to have. And that's why I'm like, maybe that could be the WrestleMania match, but it could just be something to get Liv Morgan pushed forward some more. Um, the the It sounds like that this match set up a lot of stuff for the future, and that kind of opens up what happens at WrestleMania because it – with Charlotte being out and the, the kind of the situations that are going on over there, it's, we got Becky and we got the women's title matches established already, right? Becky and uh, Rhea and then EO and Bailey. Bailey. So it depends on how many other matches they kind of add to this. Cause like, where's Bianca going to fit in? Is Jade going to have a position? Is Naomi going to be in here? Are they going to have mm-hmm. a women's tag team title match in there? So it's like, what's going to happen beyond the title matches? I yeah. just wonder if Naomi came back around this time thinking or she was promised hey we're gonna do something with you at wrestlemania and it's kind of given again like at first i was memeing but i'm kind of dead ass i'm like why'd you bring me back Flav? like i was literally <laughs> the champion over in tna and you know it, like like am, am i missing something here you know what i mean like i'm not i'm not trying to dunk on wwe because i love wrestling i think wrestling as a whole is great but if i'm naomi or even low-key jade for that matter I jumped ship because you guys promised me everything and positions. It's a, it's a, it's a tight, tight thing. I mean, they got two nights. They could fill it. They could have like some big multi-women style Andre yeah, the Giant that, Battle Royal or some shit. Out honestly, that'd be pretty disappointing to see. Yeah. I mean, come back and be back in the multi-women match. Like, yeah. it. but I, I will say this. Um, I don't, like that she was the first woman eliminated i thought Agreed. that she should have stayed in the match longer but i do think that they've showcased her very well since she's come back they mm-hmm. made her a big fixture in both the royal rumble and this match having her come out first having her um wrestle becky straight off the back and, and have this exchange with her and show people like no all y'all people that still don't think this woman can work she can work right. um so it there there are some things i like about it but there's also like Come on, man. Like y'all couldn't y'all couldn't book her a little bit stronger than that. Mm. Um, I don't know, but it is what it is. Uh we'll see where this goes. I do think that they set up some stuff with uh Tiffany as well. I could see her having a mini feud with Tiffany going forward. They they really set up quite a few things for Tiffany. So I I don't know what she's gonna do at Mania, if anything, but they got a few out options they can go with. Um of course, mm-hmm. like I said, Becky Lynch is the winner. Becky, Becky Lynch, Lynch. Is, the, is the number one contender for the women's uh, world championship, um, which all of us pretty much predicted. But I, I thought this match was very good. I thought it was probably one of the better matches on the card. Do you think that they get the night one main event? I don't. That's don't going to so. Rock and Roman versus Cody and uh, Seth. What are you mm. talking about? <laughs> I, if Rock is wrestling, he's going to main event one of these shows. That's how right. I'm looking at it. Yeah, and then um, night definitely. two is uh, Cody one, versus huh? Roman. Yeah. Finish the story or something or the other. <sighs> one one of those things. One of those. Where do you put things. this? Where do you put this match at then? The first match? Um, I don't know, but um this is a pretty big match. Um you've got a massive star in Rhea Ripley at this point, and then you've got a a huge star in Becky. 
Um, it is a shame that it's not going to be probably a main event, but it feels like a main event caliber match. It, it is. I mean, it could be up. It could be up there, like the semi main yeah. or like something like that. Because you can't main event over the Rock. Nobody's going to main event over the Rock. That's a fact. Yeah. Like I could see that being the opening match, or second to last, or even right in, right after a stonker or a mm. gimmick match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That'll definitely bring the crowd back to oh, Tiffany Stratton and uh, kind of Tiffany Stratton and anyone. I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Next up, we got the tag match. Uh, New Catch Republic. I still don't know how I feel about that name. Oh. I don't know why they could just call him British Strong Style. Yeah. But uh, New Catch Republic, the team of. Peter Dune and Tyler Bate <laughs> took on Judgment Day. Um, this was a really good match. I thought that uh, it was a strong tag match. I was really hoping that the Brits were going to take those belts off of Judgment Day because I have no real interest in this run anymore. They haven't done anything. Really and where it's leading to, Phil, I'm just like, yeah, uh, we I all know what it's going to Our truth is in there now. And if I, our truth needs to be the leader of Judgment Day. I'm loving this confused grandpa oh, gimmick. Boy. I've always mm. loved it. But at this point, I agree with you. Judgment Day has ran its course. It's really Rhea and Dom. I mm. want y'all to be great in y'all tag team, but Finneford, go back to Get what I'm, doing, I'm not. I'm not here for yeah. it. Uh, but yeah, th- this was a strong match. I thought if uh, it was a really good way to showcase uh, Dunn and Bait, they looked great here. They had a bunch of uh, tag maneuvers that I really did. Dick, they did this uh, tandem burning hammer together, which they call the Birmingham Hammer, which I think is really, really <laughs> clever. Um, uh, they did a. Uh, they did the double uh, Tyler Driver, which I bid on. I thought that that was the end of the match. Really good false finish there. But of course, um, Finn up, ended up winning here with the coup de gras, one of the most protected finishers in the oh, biz. That looks uh, awesome. You're not jumping on my chest like that. You, you're not. You're not kicking out of the coup de gras. <laughs> at this point, once once he gets gets that off, you, that's pretty much the end of the match. Um, Finn also got a really gnarly thumb injury. I don't know what oh, he did, but when he came man. when he came up, you could see it looked like all like dislocated, Please. and you could oh. see he was like. He was like yelling at pain, like even like they were trying to come to lift his hand so he can lift his belts up and he was still favoring his hand. Like a bunch of the screenshots that people have taken for their uh, articles that are like Judgment Day retained, you could see him grimacing really, really bad because however he landed or however he did it, he definitely fucked his thumb up. It looked, oh, it looked gross. Man. Yeah, not really surprised that this was none of one of those predictable kind of matches because what they're leading to with our truth in them is it's happening at WrestleMania. I'm surprised. But New Catch Republic is a terrible name. It sounds like a store in the mall. <laughs> it does. <laughs> like, what is New Catch Republic? What is that? It, it, it does. It <laughs> sounds like one of those one of those short those stores like uh Forever Twenty One or like right. Banana Republic. Yeah, like what is it this? Does. This is for New the Catch smart Republic. young British bloke, New Catch Republic. <laughs> oh God! Uh, at New Catch Republic and uh, meet me at the uh, the pub. Um, but yeah, uh, really good tag match. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, they got a decent amount of time. There wasn't a lot of matches on this card, so they did get a good amount of time. Um, but not a very like. I, I think this was also a pretty predictable finish. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a raw match almost, right? The whole pay-per-view kind of feels like a big raw with the elimination chambers. And it's like Yeah. I don't know if 
like you, the, them fans shouldn't be punished because it's going to come on at 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. in America. Like you okay. still should get that. Like they, they shouldn't be punished because we're not going to, you're not going to give up news at that time of hour. Like they could have maybe got a little bit more, but it sounded like the, it was still pretty hot though. Yeah. Um, then we got a very long break where there was no wrestling because um, we got like, yes, we. So in between the tag <laughs> match and the men's elimination chamber, uh, we got a lot of like commercials and ads and stuff, backstage stuff. Then, of course, they had to set up the, the Waller effect. And of course, they did um, Cody's entire entrance, did, did <laughs> Seth's entire entrance. Um, and so it felt like there was a long stretch of this show at one point where there was no wrestling. It was very odd. Um, but <laughs> you go to the bathroom. And not miss yeah, one. yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I guess. But the Waller effect was basically uh, more set up for this tag match. It seems like they're very much hamming home the po- the point that uh, Seth and Cody will be a team in some way. Um, and Dwayne wasn't there. No, um, <laughs> you. He's filming Scorpion King yeah. Seven. Stop it. Oh, you really thought Rock was coming here to be on a pay per view at four in the morning? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw like the the mayor of Australia or some wrote a letter and try to send him money. I'm like, y'all yeah, are it, really dragging it, this man. It's anybody crazy. that really thought that Rock and and Roman could have happened on this card, boy, you, boy, that I take has aged very second, horribly. But then I had to think about it. Really, like this, I'll show you. I'm gonna have to own this country for me to go down there. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like. Yeah, so uh, we got the Waller effect, and it was basically a nothing burger. It was just like more story element for the tag match. Uh, Waller getting to get the hometown pop and uh, ham it up in front of his crowd. Uh, Austin Theory also came out with him. And Austin Theory was essentially there to take off the heat from Waller. Um, Mm -hmm. He was there to kind of take the beat down. And Waller would usually take in the Waller effect segments, but you weren't going to beat him down in his hometown. And so. Maybe you should. Vince would have. Vince would have. Totally. Yeah, is Waller but, hurt? Why wasn't he in the match? The elimination chamber. Um, I don't know. I don't think he's hurt though. We have no uh, Australians in that thing. But no, Waller was not in the match. But Waller effect. We had the <laughs> uh, Seth came out in the in the Prince uh, three lens shades, um, <laughs> which some people did not think they were Prince lens shades. I'm not going to say who they attributed it to, but I was just <laughs> like, guys. Not Watch something all. else other than wrestling, guys. It's okay. Oh my god! You can't say that, Phil. Wrestling is my life. Um, they don't know nothing else. Yeah, but uh, you know, Seth also gave us a scoop. Apparently, he's a scoopster guy. He was like, "I got a secret for you guys. I am I'm going to be clear to wrestle in just a few days, so I will be ready to wrestle whoever wins the elimination chamber match." As I as Sean Ross Sapp has pointed out, this guy has not missed a single episode. He has been doing all the promotional stuff. He was at the kickoff show. He's done all of the press for that. Did the press for this. I saw him doing all of the interviews. You know who was not here to do any press? <laughs> who? Who, Phil? Who? Who? Who, Phil? Who? Roman Reigns was not here. That's mm. right. Where was he at? He was at home washing his motherfucking tights. He was not here. <laughs> and Seth Rollins was here. And so everybody just just like, oh, Seth, uh, this is your champion. I know who's still showing up when he's hurt, and I know somebody that is not hurt, and he's not showing up to do these and things. And y'all make fun of so. his shoes. I'm like, did even one of his cousins show Oh, Jay was in them. I was like, no, nah, I'm like, did this brother so, even have so his cousin show up? He, he, he also took a few pointed jabs at Roman here that were very funny. He came out and got a huge pop from the Australian crowd. They were singing his theme song, of course, because this segment seemed like it went on forever. There was an extended <laughs> point where he was just letting them sing, and he was soaking it up. And afterwards... He was like, huh? 
Big Pop. <laughs> you mean they gave these guys 20 minutes to do this in the middle of this wrestling pay-per-view, Phil? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Interesting choice. Very, very I mean, maybe they I just want, Why did you just something. put Grayson Waller in a match? I'm so confused. He has to be hurt. I'm like, it sounds like he was over as fuck. Why did you put him in a match? Yeah, I, I thought it would have been cool to see Grayson Waller. I mean, I, I have to figure maybe if Seth wasn't hurt, maybe they would have done like a tune-up tag match with him and Cody uh, versus Waller in theory. theory but yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Seth revealed that he will be clear to wrestle soon. Um and Cody again uh, waged war on the bloodline. He officially challenged The Rock to a match. Um, uh-huh. He initially challenged him to a one-on-one match. And then Seth got up and tapped him on the shoulder. And he was like, whatever you do, man, I got your back. Uh-huh. Uh, That's so, crazy. Didn't Tough you just match. make Cody's titty purple? Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. So, so, you know, the story that they're telling, of course, is that um, Seth sees that no matter what, it's never going to be a one-on-one match when you go against the bloodline. There's always going to be interference. So he's saying, look, if you're going to go up against them again, you can't make the same mistake. You cannot just decide, I don't have any friends. I'm just going to go up against them because they're not going to fight fair. So if you need help, I'm on your side. And he did this also um, after the match with uh, Drew McIntyre, which Drew McIntyre won. Um, I was very surprised Drew McIntyre pinned this year's Royal Rumble winner on Raw. Um, but of course, there was with shenanigans. Um, they kind of recreated the way that Cody lost the WrestleMania match the same way Solo came in and interfered the exact same way and hit him with the uh, Samoan spike. And because they're basically telling you Drew McIntyre is a hypocrite, he looked around, hit him with that Claymore, and he pinned him, even though this guy's been saying for months. I hate the way that Roman Reigns wins. You see what he did to me at Clash of Castle. I'll never forget that. But at the same time, he used the same technique to beat Cody Cody Rhodes here. Big you may hypocrite. not like it, but if it's effective, it's effective. Work. Big big hypocrite that's going to play into the Elimination Chamber match as well. Um, they definitely, if you were one of those people that's like, man, why are we supposed to be rooting against Drew here? He's mm-hmm. not. A, he's saying things that we agree with. No, this guy is very much a heel and that was very much baby that that was very much uh the driving force this week on raw and in this pay-per-view this guy did very heelish things on Mm -hmm. both um because again the point here is this guy is a hypocrite right (laughs) big time hypocrite i thought that that was clear as well when he came back and he cut the promo on on cm punk and he was like is that what you can do you can just go away and come back and act like nothing happened and i was just like oh like you did (laughs) (laughs) yes that's the best thing about being a hill we always say on this pod lying being a hypocrite that's it drew needs to ham it up and ramp it up like yo no i don't do nothing like this i'm on the line it's Mm -hmm. different i would never but at the same time he would never you know yeah, the okay. Lulu was the Salulu this year. Come on now. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, I continue to say that uh, he's the most compelling heel in the company because all of his gripes uh, have weight to him. He feels very believable. Uh, and he is saying things that the fans are also saying. So he blurs that line enough to get you to believe him. Like, wait a minute. That guy's right. But then when you do like scratch, scratch at the surface a little bit, it's like, wait, wait a minute. You are right about that. But wait a minute, that's also kind of a lie. Um, <laughs> but that that's what makes that's what makes the best villains when you believe them and right. when you're on their side for things. And 
again. That's what makes him so compelling at the moment. Really, really get great stuff he's been doing since he turned heel. And, you know, that plays into our next match because the Elimination Chamber match was the next match. And predictably, Drew McIntyre is the 2024 Men's Elimination Chamber winner. Uh, I thought this was a very strong match. Um, I don't think it was as good as last year's Men's Elimination Chamber match. I really enjoyed last year. Um, Mm -hmm. But they set up a lot of stuff in this match. A lot of stuff going forward for WrestleMania. Um, I thought... uh, I thought Kevin Owens was one of the stars of this thing. Him mm-hmm. coming out from the beginning, just like going nuts, like I want to fight everybody. When they closed his pod, he started banging. He started banging his head against all the mm-hmm. pod. It's like, let me out. I can't wait. Uh, Logan Paul comes in. He starts stang- staring at him through the glass. And as soon as he got up close, <laughs> Kevin Owens started banging his head against the glass. <laughs> it was great. Uh, Logan Paul. Owens. Logan Paul got in his pod and he uh, took a marker and started writing on the glass. Uh, Kevin stinks and he's like do, drew like a stick figure of you him, which also was Kevin funny. Kevin Owens, sir, you about to get beat up. <laughs> which, which which plays into what happened with Kevin Owens later because now he's it's been on site for him since Royal Rumble with Logan mm-hmm. Paul and we saw that at the kickoff show the day before, but on site for this guy. Um, yeah, of course we we got L.A. Knight. He looked very good as well in this match. Mm-hmm. Um, the way LA Knight lost was both very funny and shocking um, <laughs> because LA Knight had to be one of the favorites to win this match. Very hot baby face at this point. Um, when it looked like he was going to get a, a pin out of nowhere, AJ Styles runs in and starts beating this man down with a chair. That's right. L- that's right, guys. This guy flew all the way to Australia to beat this man up. Didn't have a match on this card. Didn't have anything else. Generational hate. This guy guy showed up just to beat him down and (laughs) cost him this match. And, of course, who pinned him after he did that? Drew McIntyre. Drew Drew McIntyre is a bad guy. Mm -hmm. AJ Styles, as much as TNA's been doing a seance circle to get you to come back, this is what you run in for? That's hate. That's hate. That's like an 18-hour flight. Yes, hate. Yeah, big hater energy. Flew almost halfway across the world just to beat this man down with a chair. 20-hour flight just to be a hater. Yeah. Yeah, It cost him him his moment. But I thought LA Knight looked great here. Every time they put him in these big matches, um, he very much looks like he belongs there. If you thought he was one of like those aura wrestlers and one of those guys that just cuts good promos, mm-hmm. he he very much performs well in these big matches, man. I thought he performed well at Royal Rumble. He was good in his uh in his match with Roman as well, and he looked good here. Um, I just think that it's only a matter of time. You got to put some gold in this guy. I don't know why you. Yeah, I was just I about to ask, what do you do with LA Knight now? Especially like you guys thinking because y'all are more up to date with the product than I have been. Like. LA Knight was just in the title scene and now you're in multi-man matches and now you're taking the pin and you're the first out. What yeah. are we doing? Nothing against Cody. I think this is great that's happened to Cody, but we were really just like LA Knight, yeah. And now we're like, who? But he wasn't the first out. Um, the first out was uh, Bobby Lashley because Bobby Lashley had a Tell elbow injury. three months? From, <laughs> uh, that's right. Uh, the first eliminations from both matches. Oh, matches! Black we're black people. Um, but... Ooh. Bobby Lashley had the, the elbow injury from SmackDown because he got okay. jumped by a carrying cross and AOP uh, during the match with AOP and Thanks. Street Profits. And so um, essentially just, just capitalized on using the elbow against, injury against him, and that's how he got eliminated. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm drawing a blank on who eliminated him off the top of my head, but 
I haven't been asleep, guys. You got yes. it. Yes. It could be anybody else except that Paul feller. Because I don't uh, have nothing nice to say about that Paul feller. You, you gotta you gotta give me a sec to remember, but Bobby Lashley was the first one eliminated. Mm-hmm. They played up his his injury. They also pl- surprisingly played up Randy Orton's back injury in this. Um, wasn't expecting that. Um, there were several points. He he came straight in and, and did this big spot with Kevin Owens, and then he started uh, he started favoring that back, rolling on the ground, selling it. And commentary is like, he's really hurt, man. Remember, he had that back surgery, he had that back problem, and I was just like, if he was really hurt. Um, they wouldn't be treating this like this. Like the ref is just walking around him. He's just like rolling around, (laughs) holding his back and selling. And they're just like, he's really hurt guys. And I was like, spend your belief, bro. He's really hurt. And and he was selling it well, but I was like, that kind of doesn't make sense the way you're trying to get us to buy into it. But he was selling it really, really well. Uh, But Randy looked right here as well. He got, he got some RKO spots in that were good. He got a really good DDT spot in, which started him, uh, favoring the back but again Kevin Owens to me was one of my favorite guys in this match mm-hmm. um, he spent the entire match because again it's on site with Logan Paul so the se- Logan Paul was the last person to enter the ring and so when his pod started lighting up you could see him in the camera from his glass like yeah yeah I'm ready to get in there the camera turns and right at the door at the glass Kevin Owens staring at him <laughs> waiting for the pod to open and so Logan Paul starts trying to close the door so he couldn't get in no 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 Kevin Owens wouldn't even let him out the pod. As soon as the door opened, he jumped in the pod with him and started beating this man's ass. He tried to get out, closed the pod door behind him, and proceeded to beat this man's ass inside the pod. It was great. Well deserved. It was great. Mm-hmm. Got out of the pot, continued to beat his ass. Somebody else interfered, and he just went back to beating down on this man. <laughs> the only thing that stopped him from beating down on this guy is he ended up getting thrown through a pot. That's what stopped <laughs> him from beating down on yeah, Logan Paul. It was mm-hmm. truly on site. One of the best moments of this this uh, match for me. I laughed very hard at that. Um, mm-hmm. Had to um, kill him. I didn't even see it. I'm laughing at your description. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. I cannot do it justice. L- listen, when he jumped in that pot and then turned around and closed the door, I was in tears. Man. <laughs> it's kind of like Logan. You don't you don't watch the product because I feel yeah. like I definitely see Kevin always doing this to somebody else who was it was the Shane McMahon, best of the world. He's like it's on site. Yeah. I saw you first, and yeah, I hate you, mm-hmm. and I hate you, and I I, I hate. Kevin yeah. Owens needs to be a champion somehow, some way. He's so yeah. good. He's I, so I good. love Kevin Owens so much, man. Mm-hmm. Um, it I'm seems closing the pause. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like they have some some plans for Kevin Owens that kind of fit into the way he was eliminated and everything towards the end of the match. Um, like I said, t- to get him off Logan Paul, he got thrown through a pod by Bobby Lashley. Then Bobby Lashley proceeded to spear Logan Paul through another pod. As he looked, should. Looked really, really cool. Um, Logan Paul was very much hated by the Australian crowd, by the way. As he uh, should. At, at one point, he got a spot off the top of the pot, and the crowd presented to chat, you still suck afterwards. <laughs> really, really funny. Great stuff. Come on, Australia. Come on, Australia. Um, yeah, the, the crowd was not having any of Logan Paul throughout this match. Um, and I, the, the best thing about Logan Paul in this match as well, because you had – him healing it up and you had Drew healing it up is that he was getting all of the comeuppance that Drew wasn't getting. Mm-hmm. So he tried to do the, he tried to do the, uh, the, uh, 
the uh, brass knucks spot he's been doing to win matches. Um, and so he gets the brass knucks and he's all excited and he's like fist bumping, putting them on. <laughs> and you can't see it off camera, but the whole time, like Randy is sliding up behind him before he can do anything, gets RKO'd out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, he ended up getting eliminated by Randall Keith because, of course, he hit him with the RKL, and that played into the end of the match because the final two was Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy, Randy looked like he had him on the ropes. He was still favoring that back, but he managed to get close enough to hitting him with the RKL, and before he could do it, Logan Paul hit him with the brass knucks. Ooh. Wasn't he eliminated? Mm-hmm. He he was supposed to be getting taken out of the match, but he came back in, which is a yeah, tie back to, to what he did last year to mm-hmm. Seth Rollins. Uh, but got back in there and hit him with the brass knucks. Drew McIntyre then rolled over and pinned him. He's your 2024 Men's Elimination Chamber winner. Again, drives home the the, the drives home. I thought this was a great finish, by the way. But drives yeah. home the fact that this guy is a hypocrite. Because mm-hmm. this is all this stuff that you've been mad at Roman for all of this time, and you're basically becoming what you hated. Because in order to get your WrestleMania moment that you feel like you deserve, you're now willing to do anything to get there. I thought this was a really, really good finish. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Larissa. Uh, I'm saying you got to cheat sometimes, and I also don't blame Drew McIntyre. But at this point, where's Teddy Long? Because uh, <laughs> Logan Paul, you can come back. It's time for you to go one on one with the Undertaker. I was like, you want the Undertaker to go one on one with his YouTube face? We, we Undertaker. Let's talk about it for a second here. Stop it. The aura, the Undertaker, dude, is dead. You're doing a podcast now. I can't believe this is wild. But yeah, not the. Uh, this is kind of the result I was expecting out of the Elimination Chamber. I think Drew McIntyre, like you said, has been being the, one of the best heels in the company, and he has been kind of eyeing Seth's belt for a while yes. now in promos and in different scenarios. So I think this is going to be a really good match for him. Really good. I like that he's being set up like this, especially with these rumors and innuendo going around that his contract status and all this, but they're telling us that he's one of the guys and he continues to tell us that he's one of the guys. So I'm happy with the result here. Yeah. They did a bunch of cool stuff in this match. When he was doing his entrance, he was slow walking to the ring and the Australian crowd was cheering him. There was a guy in the crowd right next to him that CM Punk shirt on and he was doing this in the crowd (laughs) and the camera panned so you could get it while he was getting in really, really cool stuff. Mm. At one point, um, he mocked Punk and he did the go to sleep and he tried to hit somebody with the go to sleep. Started a big CM Punk chat. I thought that was also great. But also remember, the other cool thing about him winning this match is CM Punk was supposed to win. Oh, this match. yeah. Uh, and now he so can rub you can, this in CM Punk's face. You, effectively, you can say mm-hmm. that not only did he, he take his chance away to main event WrestleMania by injuring him in the Royal Warble match, he now stole his match, match. with Seth away. <laughs> by winning the, the Elimination Chamber match. Really, That's really good, good stuff. Honestly, uh, I can't wait for that heel promo from um, Drew McIntyre. The DM hunk has me dying because he's been trolling <laughs> up on Twitter. It's about, look in my eyes, what do you see? It's like, bro, you really hate this guy. <laughs> yeah, re- really, really great stuff they did here with Drew McIntyre. Very much looking forward to seeing what they do with him going forward. I kind of mm. think that he is going to win at Mania because he did get he did get shortchanged and he should have gotten his moment in front of a live crowd. And so oh, yeah. I, 
I, I think that there's a good chance that he could win. But I also could see them t- um, adding Sammy to this match and making it a triple threat because Sammy's storyline on Raw this whole time is that he wants to be world champion. He failed to qualify for the match because he lost to Randy Orton. I can see him doing something to earn a triple threat match. And it wouldn't hurt Drew because, of course, Drew cheated to get his spot in the That's match. True. So I, I think I could very much see this being a triple threat. And, and, and you can Sammy, see Sam Zayn winning too? I See, I'm conflicted because if, <laughs> if, if it's just a one-on-one match, I think Drew's yeah. going to win. If right. it's a triple threat, I could very much see Sammy winning the match. And I think Sammy mm. deserves it um, because, you know, he's been telling the story since uh, Elimination Chamber last year when he lost to Roman um, that, yeah, he got the main event WrestleMania, but it wasn't quite the moment that people wanted from him. And, of course, mm-hmm. he had the quote in the interview where he was saying Triple H called him Rocky. He's the ultimate underdog. But Rocky didn't win the first time around. He had to get back there the second uh-huh. time. And so I think that the story they're telling is either he's going to get back here the second time and get in a world heavyweight title match, or he could be Gunther's opponent, and he could be Gunther. Either For one Sammy? of those stories. Yes. I like both of those stories. I mean, I don't hate Gunther, but... I, I'm still Team Sammy. I thought he should have won back when they had the first time to take it off of Roman. They had mm-hmm. plenty of times to take it off of Roman where it wouldn't have felt cheap. Yeah. It would have felt well-deserved. And Sammy, to me, was the biggest. That was the most egregious one next to Jey Uso. Like, you uh, literally Cody, had a Cody was Cody was way Cody more was egregious than any of them. Yeah, I think that's probably the most egregious. Cody was way more Cody, egregious. I'm not. I think Cody will be fine no matter what because you're Cody. There's a lot of buzz with you jumping back and forth. But yeah, Sami Zayn, I feel like as long as I've been watching wrestling, you've always been the guy who's kind of there, kind of there. But everyone wants you to win. So why not put it on him? I If I have a list of grievances, Sami Zayn is at the top. You had a chance with a great storyline. He weaseled his way into the bloodline. You had a chance. Even, even if you want to do it in Saudi Arabia where it's, no, things aren't canon, you had a yeah. chance to do it. But you did it. I, again, I think Cody will be fine no matter where he is. And L.A. Knight is up there for me as well. L.A. Knight got over despite you guys telling him he's old and he's short and all of this stuff. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, there are so many people who could have taken He said he was short too. Yeah. Bro, the internet be wild. The internet be saying stuff I'm like, yo, but you can't lace this man's boots. So Straight before down. you want to call yeah. this man any type of thing, you run the ropes and now I'm an asshole. Like, oh, Christ. Mm. Like, yeah. <laughs> but. Oh. But yeah, I, I think there's so many places you can go with Drew versus Seth. Uh, yeah. Even if it's the one-on-one match, I again, I personally would hope that it's going to be the triple threat match if Sammy mm-hmm. gets at it. Mm-hmm. But I, I think both of those scenarios work for Sammy, either being in a triple threat or challenging Gunther. I think yeah. both of those make sense for his character. Um, they clearly set up AJ versus LA Knight for WrestleMania as well. That's probably going to be what he's doing. And it looks like they set up Logan Paul versus Randy Orton because oh. Logan cost Randy Orton this match. <laughs> I'm a hater. I'm a hater. I'm on Drew McIntyre shit. I'm shutting up. You think they could uh, combine them all into? Oh, I mean, they kind of did that match at uh, Royal Rumble. Probably wouldn't make sense to combine the Logan Paul, AJ, Randy, and LA Knight to and a Kevin US Owens. title and Kevin Owens to a U.S. title match at WrestleMania. Maybe I could see that. Um, I'm not sure, but. Match. Yeah, but yeah, you've definitely set up, you know, that now it's 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 a heated feud with AJ and LA Knight. Okay, this guy flew all the way to Australia to beat That's this a lot of hate. Yeah. It, it proceeded to hit this guy with a with a styles clash on the chair. Oof. Uh, great work. I love uh, I love great work. <laughs> No, straight up. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no, I don't got a match. Hey, give me a ticket though, cause I'm pulling up. I'm. I'm I mean, see AJ that. versus I'm see LA Knight would slap. I'm not I'm gonna hold that. you. I I want LA to be in the main event, but if he's not for right now, if you can't get a good match out of AJ Styles, what are you doing? It's crazy when we're gonna see what their combined age is like. Eighty-five years old, like it's gonna be a great match. Seeing don't do that, Ric Flair still wrestling. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, PCO still no, wrestling. gonna be crazy. I'm excited yeah. about uh, 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 all. I think all those developments are really good. But in it, if it ends up being Sammy in there, I'll really be into that. I listen. Yeah. I, Sammy gets I really the big man at WrestleMania. I'm crying. Yeah, I really want Sammy to get his world title win on the main roster. And we've talked about this before. Like, it, he's one of those guys that he doesn't even need to have a long reign. You could have no. you could have Priest cash in on him, and Priest is going to get the ultimate heat because everybody loves Sammy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Damian Priest would be number enemy number one. That's, that's, that's probably a, better, a better result for Damian Priest than beating any of the other guys. Yeah. You know? Or cashing in and failing like the last couple of guys have done. And I I'm kind of over that. that. Let, I hope, let him cash I in. They can't do that to Big Damien. Like, I, I, I hope awful. they don't do that. Um, but, you know, closed on a high note with uh, Rhea Ripley uh, main eventing in her home country against Nia Jax. Uh, mm -hmm. Big time match for this made Rhea look like a colossal star. This was uh, Bret Hart in Canada vibes. Like, that crowd was very, over, huh? <laughs> very, very partisan. Very much over. She walked in and, you know, walking down the aisle, you could see all of the Rhea Ripley signs. You could see all of the big Australia flags. It was a really cool image, man. And awesome. she soaked it up. You know, she is supposed to be a heel, but could not help, help but smile this entire time. <laughs> I was really happy for her. She had a really, really good moment. Um, not for nothing else. Nia Jax has been amazing since she's been back, man. Shout out to Nia. Yeah. You got to give Nia her credit, Nia Jax's name, y'all. Mm -hmm. she, she's been great. And so I thought it was cool to get, for her to get this main event spot as well. Um, I thought she did a very it's good job. first ever main event, huh? Yeah, th I, I thought she did a very good job of healing it up in this match and getting the heat. I think she looks way more motivated. Um, yeah. She came back in great shape. Um, she's wrestling better. Uh, her character is better. I just think that she's been one of the best returns under the Triple H regime. Yep. Um, and like I said, she wrestled a good match here. I thought she did a very, very good job of getting the heat and um, making Rhea look like the baby face in this match. Um, at one point, she did a Samoan drop onto the announce table. Um, announce table did not work, and <laughs> did not break. And so Naya then climbed up on the barricade and then oh, hit her with shit. an elbow drop. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, Come on, Naya was working last night. She she was working. I thought like I thought she I thought she did a great job, man. But really, this was the Rhea show. Like Rhea this, show. This was mm -hmm. all you know to get Rhea her moment in Perth. This um, is awesome. And I thought it was great. Um, her family was front row. After the match, they had a really good moment where she went and sat on the barricade with her family. I thought that was really cool as well. Um, she, of course, won. Another predictable finish. I don't think anybody expected Nia no. Jax to win here. Zero percent. Um, yeah, Rhea was not going to lose this close to WrestleMania. But, of course, yeah. she won. Got her fireworks at the end. Uh, got to do the sign pointing and all of the other stuff <laughs> at nauseum. Um <laughs> this was uh I thought that this was a good pay per view in terms of um like I said, in ring quality but progression, the show was... story progression. Yeah, and there was some story progression here. Mm -hmm. They set up a lot of things for WrestleMania, but if you're one of those people that didn't want to stay up and watch it live, I don't think you really needed to right. watch oh. it live. You could catch it later. Mm -hmm. Um I think there was stuff here that you're gonna enjoy, but nothing like must see die like I had nah. to to check it out. 
nothing that nothing was really that unpredictable on this show um mm. i think the best you're going to get out of it is some of the performances like i said tiffany stratton um not for some, nothing bobby lashley also looked great of course he didn't get to uh really showcase what he could do in the last in the elimination chamber match he was in because he got injured and so um, he looked very good here uh very violent throwing people through pods spearing people through pods he looked great we gotta um, watch the street profits against the those guys at wrestlemania yeah man uh, it's wild because i like uh alp a lot i just I do. it's just i just have no interest there. in what they're doing it, uh, but i like alp a lot as a team me too um so man but yeah uh, the- i'm also going to say that i'm happy that <laughs> naya is in this spot because i feel like naya jack should have been used the way they used brock lesnar and to pull it back to the undertaker joke like the undertaker that should have been your enforcer of the women's division yep. so i'm really happy that you know even though Rhea be here up as she should <laughs> that naya is doing the big things like this and i think this is great i, I do think this is great Especially for yeah. Naya. I do. Because Rhea's Rhea, good in the car. So. I think after the year that Rhea had in 2023 where she was pretty much the leader of her faction and mm-hmm. the most overall woman in the whole company, this is great that she got to have this main event moment. She came mm-hmm. in as the champion. She got to be over and she got the big win. Like, historically, you don't get this many elements that all happen and they all are executed. So this is really dope to see because historically she would have came in, she would have lost her belt and oh, yeah. somebody would have pushed her mom down. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> wrestling is nice, crazy. That's true. I mean, yeah. look at Zelina Vega in Puerto Rico. The match was great. Girl crying, family in the front seat. Lost. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, man, these home crowd um, welcomes just always hit, man. They did. Yeah. And this was... Uh, this was a very much a warm welcome back home for Rhea. I think the, I think the story is she hasn't wrestled there um, since she joined WWE. Oh shit! Um, so yeah, this was this was. She very hasn't cool. been there as Rhea Ripley, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> this, this was a very cool moment for her. Very happy for her. Um, yeah, very happy for Nia Jax as well. I think the women by far stole the show on this um, pay per view as well. I'm surprised at this point, no one's surprised. Yeah, yeah. not surprised. <laughs> but uh, this, this was a this was a this was a fun show if you just wanted to just watch some wrestling really early in the morning. <laughs> if I mean, you want to end your wrestling show and then go to breakfast immediately afterwards, this is the show for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, after after also watching like maybe eight hours of wrestling before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, yesterday was Friday, so you had SmackDown, you had TNA, you mm, had uh, mm, Rampage, you had New Jesus. Japan. Come on now, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, but yeah, are you, uh, are you doing a cleanse tonight? Or are you going to not watch any wrestling? Or are you going to watch some more wrestling? Uh, I probably am going to watch because Ashe is tonight, and uh, Ashe is I tonight. <laughs> I want to support the. I want to support the the guy Darius Lockhart, so yes. I probably will watch that. And uh, like Brian Danielson's wrestling, yeah, Brian Danielson's wrestling June Akiyama, so yeah, yeah. It's hard yeah, to sit this one out. <laughs> lot to watch. Uh, <laughs> jump Only into sleep. summer. Feels like fuck sleep. <laughs> yeah, Only sleep. <laughs> jump into some of our humper chats. Uh, we got one from Brady Thompson. He says the atmosphere in Perth was wild. Cody and Seth was insanely over. Tiffy time ran wild in the chamber. Tag titles match was incredible. Dom and Logan Paul are heat magnets. Uh, Randy is still extremely popular. Well worth the flight across the country. Uh, from Black Phoenix, Brandy says, so based off Elimination Chamber, we're getting Knight versus Styles, mm-hmm. Drew versus Seth, Becky versus Rhea, Orton versus Paul, 
not the direction I expected, but okay. Uh, also, rather the Bianca versus Ray Jade match, I think I'd rather see Bianca and Jade versus the Kabuki Warriors this year. Ah, uh, okay. I think I got a little PTSD of teaming the black women up to uh, challenge for the yeah, okay, tag okay. title at WrestleMania. <laughs> I see but, what's going on there. Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm there but, too. But, you know, we'll see. Um, <laughs> I, I personally think they should just pull the trigger on uh, Jay versus Bianca at WrestleMania. Let's go one I agree. Bianca's been yeah. leaning heel. I mean, I can understand why you wouldn't want to put these two against each other, but Jade's got to do something. Jade could at least beat up Nia. There was a free thing there with Royal Rumble. Nia. Something. Do, yeah. do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Tony P, uh, after we all found out what that address was revealed to be Wednesday night, uh, Drew has until Monday to keep his number one spot in the Hater of the Year ranking. Uh, Christian is not letting that crown go that easy. Christian's a sick individual man <laughs> big sicko uh and he said and uncle aj for getting uh on a long ass flight from ga to sydney then taking a long ass greyhound bus to perth just to make sure night doesn't win shit you have earned your first petty a week award marvelous pettiness no nobody yeah, nobody could have possibly beat out aj for petty of the week this week, yeah, this week. literally a 40 hour flight <laughs> like back sitting to on a bus <laughs> thinking about ruining this guy's match that's some hate how mad you gotta that. be bro the God whole time man. on this flight i oh, when i see you Ricky, just, I no, wait till I see him. AJ, AJ on that flight, just like uh, angrily playing video games on his Steam Deck. Like, I can't wait till I see the dude. Hey, AJ got a Steam I can't deck. wait to put the flops on this dude. You know this man got Switch playing Super Smash Bros. Switch. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, Let's see. Uh, more from TJ. I'm sorry, TJP. More TJ from P? Tony P. <laughs> more from Tony P. Uh, uh, why it? I uh, think you meant is. Mm. Well, I'll try and read it. The WWE are now more focused on international PLEs for secondary shows. To Americans, it seems like a Super Raw. That's three hours, uh, six inch matches. But for them, it's an event you may not see again for years. Nick Khan is a genius. Yeah, I think that's the, the other cool thing about this. While we're saying this is like, ah, well, this feels like, you know, a Raw or like a house show. But, you know, that crowd doesn't get to see WWE wrestling. Right. Um, so they're going to be hot for it. And I think the big appeal of this show was the atmosphere, was the crowd. Yeah. And like you said, this was Rhea Ripley's first time wrestling in front of them. So obviously they don't get as many shows as they should. So, yeah. They probably are happy to get a super raw or happy to get anything presented to them because they don't get it as often. At a normal time for them as well. At a so normal time, right. Everyone, they got to watch wrestling else. like we be watching wrestling, like we watched wrestling last night at 2 a.m. Yeah. Every time they do every it. Every time, every time, without fail. So shout outs to the international community getting something at a normal time for them. We just got to suffer. Because I complain. I was like, I can't make it. You guys. I complain. <laughs> one time. It's <laughs> one time in the year, Cresta, or two times because Wrestle Kingdom, too. I'm like, Oh no, you guys. And they have to do it every single time. And this one time I'm like, man, yeah. I have you on that, Reg. My favorite thing to do is complain. So I have you on that. Sometimes you just Um, gotta give it up. Yeah. uh, I'm gonna come back to this part of your um, Humper Chat in a second. I'm trying to get all of our Elimination Chamber stuff out of the way. Elimination Um, Chamber. Uh, t- oh, he also said uh, from Tony P as well. He says, "No, no surrender was a blast. Uh, heal Alex and coming, ally, uh, 
ally, ally, sorry, <laughs> Ali, uh, getting his first major title is crazy. Then across the sea, New Japan, what we doing, man? Is this Gato panic booking or must there be a real talk about changing the booker? Uh, yeah, there was some stuff on that New Japan card. It, it, was, not, it um, was some weird choices, but yeah, well, we'll get into it. Um, from Nelson Muncy says, have you been watching the NBA get ruined by LeBron? <laughs> you need Blue Chew. Have you watched Dax Harwood uh, get too much TV time? You need Blue Chew. Have you watched Moose retain the world title? You need Blue Chew. Do you watch WWE? You need Blue Chew. Uh, if if you were looking for your uh, Blue Chew ad read, Nelson Muntz gave that to us for our That's crazy. chat. <laughs> okay, but how does that help me? I'm just going to get a stiff neck if I take Blue Chew. How does that help me? How does that help me? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it works like that also, Cresta. Darn. I don't, I don't think that works. Just can't uh, turn my head like. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, it was, it was on the floor. The joke was on the floor. I had to pick it up. The joke is, was on the floor. Uh, do, do we have any more Humper? I mean, not Humper. Super Chats uh, related to Elimination Chamber before we move yeah. on? Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll get to the ones that are concerning the Elimination Chamber. Uh, Will Chisholm says, I'm more sure we are getting Tiffany versus Bianca at Mania. Bianca needs a, bland, a blonde to beat. It's not Charlotte, but it's Earth to Charlotte. Yeah, after after today, I could definitely see that match happening. Right, because yeah. I thought, like uh, Will said, that potentially it would have been Bianca and Charlotte at the show. So, Oh, you're not beating yeah. Charlotte? Stop. No, nobody's beating Charlotte. Uh, Dan V900 says they really had Naomi and Lashley get eliminated first during Black History Month. They did. Congrats, Triple H. You did it. The Chambers matches were fine. We ride at dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Deontay Swanier says Becky versus Mommy. Love it. NJPW decided to be weird. I have to be up. I have been up since 2 a.m., but who cares about that time because it's Tiffy effing time. Tiffy time is ethereal. Tiffy Savage in effect. Hi, my boys. Hello, Cresta. Love to all. Thank you, Deontay, for staying up late like Phil. Y'all are wild. <laughs> uh, well, Chisholm says, this year, WrestleMania women's matches could be lit. Bianca versus Tiffany, Jade versus Nia, Becky versus Rhea, Bailey versus EO, and women's tag showcase. Yeah. Hopefully the women's tag matches uh, showcased on WrestleMania. You have two nights, man. Give the women's tag match some kind of weight. Do an actual storyline for this those those belts, please. What women's tag doing? teams are there? Hmm. You got you got the witches. You got uh the, the, the witches. Yeah. <laughs> you got the witches. You got the witches the, are pretty good. Um, you got the you witches. Got the witches, the rave girls, and the rave the girls, yeah. champions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what you I got, mean? You got a few. You got the rave uh, home I, girls. I, I hate I hate this place. <laughs> this is the mm -hmm. worst show. Yeah, I've you got a few. Indy and Candice. Yeah. We might could get to like six. Maybe. So we just gonna put everyone like, hey, hey, you been Naomi, hey. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you're back. How do you feel about being in a taxi? No, all right, all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I gotta test the waters at least. Uh J Esquire thirteen says Rhea Ripley, eyes respectfully. Yeah, I mean Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> Will Chisholm says uh, it's a monkey paw. We want our truth to have a mania moment, but it's with the Miz. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm landing. It's like yeah. I want our truth to have it bad, but it's gonna be like in the awesome truth. With yeah. the Miz, I'm I'm, I'm a professional Miz hater. Miz Naruto, Same. I just I just be hating on him. I just be hating <laughs> Miz Naruto. <laughs> I just be 
be hating on Naruto too. Like I, I'm a professional hater when it comes to those. Who, listen, I respect the Miz. I can't do what he does, but I never want to see this man. Of us. I can't. I don't want to see him at all. Zero percent. Uh, well, Chisholm also says I did love how Cody took shots at the Rock's promo style with the candy ass and all the pie. Uh, yeah, I thought Cody had some really funny one-liners here. Um, but yeah, he's definitely not hearing it anymore. He wants his rock match and his Roman match. He wants his cake and and eat it too. He want to beat up mm-hmm. the small ones. It's crazy. Black mm-hmm. Happy Black History Month. Cody doing it big for us black people. Do that. I mean, <laughs> we're gonna move on. Cause I wanna... <laughs> Dan V nine hundred says that we should get in the match by signing his name on the contract, like HBK did in two thousand four. <laughs> you should win though. Sammy should win the money in the bank in Toronto and Drew should defend against KO. Sammy should cash in on Drew. Dan B, it is the 20th year anniversary, my brother. So that could work. I mean, yeah. I'm saying. Well, not a bad idea. That would be that pretty funny idea. to have Sammy moderate the contract side. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. Well, Chisholm says, uh, Nia's second run is great. It's what people mm-hmm. thought Ronda's second run would go or how they thought Ronda's second run would go. Where are my glasses at? Wow. Stop him when he's lying because, geez, Louise. Tell me when he's telling lies. Yo, no, shout out to Nia, though, for reals, though. Like, uh, what I originally wanted her to be when I first saw her at NXT, she became that. And I'm really excited mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Um, And then Delay Grat says, WWE saw that all-in money and said, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It sure did. Uh, uh, I think that's all the ones concerning uh, the Elimination Chamber. Appreciate y'all for submitting Super Jacks. Thank you, guys. Uh, yeah, appreciate you guys. As always, we got a few more Humper Chats. Um, I'm going to get into the rest of those and get into some more topics. But before we do that, I'm going to hit you with a word from our sponsors. Mm-hmm. BetOnline.ag is the official betting partner of Fightful. 100% of the time when you get the odds from Fightful, they are coming from BetOnline. Dot ag and it's not just wrestling it's not just mma and boxing it's football it's basketball baseball hockey they have the earliest lines you can bet big with the high limits and rebet functionality they have the fastest payouts with winnings paid in minutes and the industry's best bonuses on every qualifying deposit they've been trusted for 25 plus years it's not some fly-by-night company bet online ag has been there they've done that in addition they're trusted by millions they've got vip rewards programs and a ton of popular games betonline.ag that's where i go to make my bets that's where i suggest you go to my friends please just bet what you can and bet responsibly my life is in shambles. I was trying to clean up my desk that whole ad, and it didn't work in time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Better line. Better line. But, yeah, we got some more Humper Chats, which I'm sure is going to lead into a topic that uh, I sidestepped earlier. Uh, Tony P. Sidestepping. <laughs> Uh, Tony P says, uh, now for some bullshit. I get what O'Shea said on some things. Uh, <clears throat> some AEW fans are the dirt worst and need to be kicked out of the IWC. Also, you can't be a fan of wrestling and not know shit about wrestling. He and other fans need to need an introduction to something different. <laughs> Crest while, space. While I don't know can- about wrestling. How am I getting attacked? I'm just here. Like, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I came on this show for a good time. And here I am getting a super chat red. <laughs> about me. Come on, check out wrestling, wrestling. You do that there all the time. 
It wasn't specifically for you, Cresta. Just was the, that specific the general I'm world. Very attacked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. he, he also says, uh, Oh, sorry. I think I cut off. Oh, sorry. While others can uh, immerse into something uh, and do blind, my thing is that you have to understand when something you enjoy operates or is done a different way from your expectations and still possibly be successful at it. Uh, also, stop comparing it to a company with a 60 year legacy and a currently changing environment. Uh, it's OK to want them to do better. Uh, but the understanding of doing better may not be what you envision for them. However, it's hard when you have bad faith take actors being the loudest in the room and sucking up all the attention. Uh, I think that's the end of his humper chat. That, sorry, just one more part. <laughs> there you go. He's, he also goes on to say, uh, then to Jerry Lynn, I understand his feelings as a wrestler is right, but I feel he didn't understand the view of a fan. Uh, who may be going and having paid for any of that triple threat. And most of all, uh fans that genuinely cares about the person and not the wrestler uh appreciate you as always tony thank P. you um tony right P, you really let loose on that one yeah <laughs> yeah uh so i suppose uh we should uh get into this uh clip that hit the interwebs on tuesday of uh o'shea jackson jr on chris chris van vliet's um yeah he went on and he 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 said his beliefs about. Oh, I did see that clip. I was like, "Who is this man?" <laughs> I skipped Jenner. So, uh, oh, so he he went on to explain that he thinks that uh, they should introduce people better before having new people on AEW shows because you know I don't know who this person is. And then I get online and I'm getting flooded by people online telling me either I should know who this is or you can just Google them. And, you know, I feel like that stops me from getting into the product. I don't enjoy that interaction. And so that stops me from enjoying AEW as much as I could. Now, I will say this. There's validity to what he said. I do think the fans can be very annoying. The one, thing we, know, the one thing we know about wrestling fans is they're going to tell you if they know something. Regardless, <laughs> if you know the same thing they know, they're going to tell you. Unsolicited, I, too. Like, unsolicited. <laughs> I, I, I know more about wrestling than this person. I, 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 I love wrestling. But the yeah. thing that I enjoy about AEW is that it rewards people for paying attention. Yes. It rewards people for their knowledge of wrestling. And so I get that part of it. I, I, I think that you can't take that part out um, when you – are upset with certain fans for being know-it-alls. And as um, a longtime fan, Phil, what they don't realize is we have hardcore fans haven't been catered to in a long time. Like mm -hmm. hardcore Absolutely. fans were the black sheep of wrestling. They were talked about, looked at bad. We don't get rewarded for things, and now we are being rewarded. And so, you know, some some of us don't know how to act because we are not used to it. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> some of us don't not have nice things. Again, like I said, fans can be very annoying across the board. That's AEW fans. That's TNA fans. That's yeah. New Japan fan. That's yeah. Stardom fans. All across the board, wrestling fans TNA can be very be annoying. Because I feel like they're just like, please watch the product so I can talk to you. <laughs> no, I, they're annoying I, too. I've seen some. I, I've I've seen it. So yes. uh, the the I, I think also there's some validity to. Him wanting to see video clips for wrestlers to get yeah. some enjoyment out of it. Because I've seen other people that agree with him. and A lot of people, honestly. I've seen a mm -hmm. lot of fans that can't get into the AEW product that agree with him. Now, mm -hmm. this is the thing that drives me nuts about Twitter. Before I get into what I think of what he said. Um, Twitter has kind of trained people's brains to think everything is a debate. 
And yep. so when you respond yeah. to something, they're not seeing it on the basis of, hey, we're having a conversation. So this is me adding to the conversation of what you said. I'm not necessarily saying you're wrong, but this is just how I feel about it. That doesn't make your opinion wrong, but here, yeah. here's my opinion. And yeah. so when people do that, then Twitter is just like, why are you mad at him? Why are you <laughs> arguing with him? And it's just like, well, no, I'm not arguing with him. I'm just telling him that this is how I feel about it. I, I exactly. may not agree with him, but that doesn't make his I'll opinion wrong. If you're quote tweeting him, you're saying he's dumb and like no that, I'm just that doesn't mean to add to the that we're talking about we're, we're having a conversation and when now, you have a conversation hate this person reg why right <laughs> and when you have a conversation that doesn't mean everything is an argument that doesn't mean right. that you're mad at this person mm -hmm. it just means that hey i saw this and i'm reacting to it yeah. um and so here's my take with this i don't know every single person that uh shows up on aw programming the the exact example i used in response to him was etch zero i've mm -hmm. never seen etch zero wrestle before because i do not watch cmll um and so my response was hey i've never seen etch zero wrestle before i didn't really need a video package because i was intrigued based off of a the guy is wrestling one of the greatest wrestlers ever <laughs> and so uh, i'm also intrigued with the idea that you know we came in knowing that this guy isn't like your uh prototypical luchador he mm -hmm. wrestles a technical style and this right. guy came out he came out playing with fire and i was like whoa then he came out trying to <laughs> trying to wrap this guy up and fold him into all of these crazy holes i was like no this guy's dope and so i was like <laughs> and in and, and two matches i was like no i want to see more of this guy he's fantastic right. and so my takeaway is like yeah i get wanting video packages sometimes because video packages are useful if if i signed a wrestler Right. If AW signs a wrestler and they're trying to tell you we're invested in this guy long term, we want you to know this about this guy because we have plans for him. Yeah. Video package is helpful. But I don't think that everybody that comes to the show needs a video package Agreed. because right. sometimes um, a video package will not do justice what this man can do in the ring. Exactly. And Echicero is one of these guys like. You got to experience Echezero and his entrance and his wrestling to really see what the, what his appeal is. I feel like Vikingo is the same way because we have the yeah, same exactly. conversation with yep. Vikingo. It's like, yeah, you could have put a video package up there with like this highlight reel of him doing cool things. But I think the appeal is, is showing up on Dynamite and watching this guy have this great match with Kenny Omega. Because yeah. guess what? Ever since then, people have been more interested in seeing Vikingo wrestle. Mm -hmm. And so... I say that to say that I don't think that O'Shea is necessarily wrong. He, there's validity to his claim. That's just my not my experience. For me, right. um, I don't need to. I don't need a, a video package for everybody. If I'm interested enough in a wrestler, just based off of a graphic or just watching the wrestling, I'm gonna go search out more things Agreed. about this wrestler, and I'm gonna find more of his matches. And in Etchicero's case, this made me want to watch more of his matches. Um, and we've seen that happen so many times in wrestling. Mm -hmm. that's how we got into wrestling. That's how I got into wrestling. Now wrestling um, happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Prime <laughs> example, the thing that got me into wrestling wasn't a video package. It wasn't even me seeing a match. It was seeing Undertaker on the cover of WWF magazine. And I was mm -hmm. like, who is this? This is cool. It wasn't like I needed to know his entire backstory or who this person was. That just got me to go, this is cool. I want to check out wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's that simple, and that's it's that simple for a lot of times we get into anything. I know more than one person that watches a show midway through, that start watching a show, like, in its third season, and it's just like, oh, that was kind of good. Let me go back and watch the rest of it. Let me go mm -hmm. find out more of the show. And so 
I almost feel like it kind of insults the intelligence of your fans it does. when you make it seem like they're not smart enough to be curious about something and go find out more about it. And I know that he felt like telling him Google it is condescending. I wouldn't have said that to him. And I do think, of course, fans can be elitist. But I do feel like if you're interested and you're curious enough about yeah. something, you're just going to go on the internet and find out more you're about gonna it. You're going to be curious if you're curious about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, there's a lot of uh, this, the, these angles that I'm like, I don't know, because he then went on to say that Swerve got into the debate and it's like Swerve didn't have a video package. Swerve just walked out into Revolution. And, like, and he was like, oh, but I know Swerve. So it's like, there's levels to this. Like, if you know him. So it's like, well, what if I know him? So doesn't. I, I don't need a video package for anybody. So how, where's where does the thing land? It's like, where does this all lie? It's, if you want to, you can. Like I said, I love to be rewarded as a wrestling fan. I've been watching wrestling for fucking 30 yes. years, and they've been doing the opposite of rewarding me. They've been telling me for 30 years to stop watching this shit, uh -huh. and then a company comes on and rewards me for watching it. I don't want to be force-fed everything. Sometimes where I landed was like, okay, so wrestling history has shown a wrestler will show up brock lesnar showed up the day after us uh, odd crazy name to use i know i know just an example brock lesnar showed up the day after wrestlemania 18 and he power bombed the dog shit out of spike dudley and i was like holy shit brock lesnar is yes. awesome i want to see more they didn't say hey here's a video package for this guy that's going to show up john cena showed up a kurt angle in the middle of the ring slapped him blah blah blah. i didn't know nothing about john cena i didn't know something about john cena because i know the history of wrestling but that's how Nerd. things work you don't have to be fed everything sometimes mm -hmm. it's just showing up showing out and then that's how you become a fan of wrestling they don't have to be force fed every single thing that is presented to them now so i get what some people were saying they were like well when aw introduces a person they're like this is a dream match this is this and they're like well i don't feel that way but then there's a bunch of people that do feel that way when aw yeah. says zach saber jr versus brian danielson is a dream match if you don't know who jack zach saber jr is and that's not a dream match to you there's a whole legion of people that do think that mm -hmm. this is a dream match in there. Kate. so it's like yeah exactly it's like where is the line some yeah. people it's like that line of like let let people enjoy things. Well, what if I enjoy being a hater? What if I enjoy being on this? <laughs> like, well, um, let me enjoy. Let me enjoy what I enjoy. So it's like, I understand he made some points, and some of them were good. But then it's like, also the way that you present it to people, because you're never like he tries to act like he's just like, hey, who's this person? He's like, who? Who's that? Blah blah blah. Why are you guys uh -huh. doing that? And that's how a lot of people on that side do it. If you present it to me of like. Oh, I wonder who this wrestler is. Can you tell me more about him? Yeah, people in. But if you're like, who? Why are they doing this? Blah, 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 blah. It's going to look a type of way. Listen, and you're going to get that energy back. So yeah. that's, the, that's the other thing about all of this. Because the three of us are on Twitter. We know how people behave on Twitter. And so it's mm -hmm. never as easy. It's never as polite as, hey, who's this guy? I would like to know more about their wrestling, sir. Can you send me some clips or some ideas of who they are? No, right. it's, who is this guy? You, yeah. Is this guy? Is I this care. Is this guy gonna Watch gonna? <laughs> is this guy gonna move the needle? Is this guy gonna yeah. be a game changer? Is he gonna be a draw for them? Why should I care about this guy? And right. so, if that's your response to some people, and not saying specifically that O'Shea has done that because no. I haven't seen him do it, mm -hmm. but again, we're smart enough to know that the internet is the internet, and people be internet, and so <laughs> people <laughs> um, be internet. And so, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. But it's it just that's just why I'm like. 
I think it's layers to this. And again, I, I do think that he spoke on behalf of some people that do feel that way. And I'm not yeah. going to sit here and act like there is no gatekeeping because, of course, wrestling fans can be extremely elitist. Um, but there is gatekeeping. And there it, everything he said, is there is some truth it's, to it because there it is like, like that. But yeah. that's why I'm like, it's valid. But I also mm-hmm. feel like um, I just see a lot of WWE fans or people that – we're not day one AEW fans don't, that don't really understand the appeal of the product and right. why some of the core fans love this product so much. And as I said, like the uh, the big appeal of AEW from the beginning is that they rewarded people for their wrestling knowledge. They rewarded you for being a New Japan fan or an indie fan mm-hmm. or somebody that watches a lot of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And so I can't see them then turn around and going, hey, man. Uh, we know that, you know, this is very niche, but here we also need to very much like hold casual fans um, hand and pull them the rest of the way. Exactly. Like, I think the appeal to this is that, you know, their fan base is the kind of crowd that even if they don't know somebody, they're going to be they're like, man, this out. guy is fire, man. Let me yeah. go look up some matches um, because that's just how it goes. The appeal of AEW was they're an alternative. And I think that's yeah. what the biggest issue is, is they're they're like, well, we need. Essentially, they're saying do things like WWE does it, and that's a not different. what AWE yeah. AEW yeah. is like. They're not going to do it the way that you've been seeing for the last thirty years. They're not going to do it the way that they're doing it on the other show currently. You're going to get ideas presented in a different way. You're going to get things presented because it's an alternative. If it was mm-hmm. like that show, I'd just watch that show. You guys, that's how this yeah. all works. Yeah, and it's like I understand where the frustration is if you don't know stuff, but as I feel like. As a newer wrestling fan, I could speak a little bit more to this, mm-hmm. but you have to be infinitely curious to be a wrestling fan, no matter yeah. what product you watch. You're you right. are not going to know everyone. You are not going to know the history. AEW came at a time that I feel like same thing with TNA. If you were there for the beginning, it's something really special because you don't get to see the beginning of yeah. wrestling promotions You're at right. the like ever really. And mm-hmm. for them to stay as long, come on now. Googling it is kind of condescending, but if you have someone tell you, if you ask me to tell you about The Miz, I'm not, it's not going to be friendly. You're going to hate The Miz for no reason. <laughs> there are some people who think that the, that the Miz is the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, but you literally are going to have to Google it and make your own opinions. Or if you don't want to Google it, go back and watch the matches. I didn't know who Brian Keith was, and now I'm a huge fan. I want to see him yeah. in a tag team with um, Hangman Page. Doing cow, real cowboy shit. There's nothing wrong with that. I think being upset that AEW doesn't do it like WWE or hold your hand is a little. That in itself is condescending, if you will, because it's kind of yeah. like, bro, what do you what do you want then? You mm-hmm. want it to be different, but you don't want it to be different, and you want them to use WWE guys, but then you would complain that all you got is WWE guys. Give peace a chance. Give another wrestler Give- a chance. <laughs> like you don't have to do something else. Like you're literally going to have to Google it. Like yeah. I don't want to be that guy, but that's how I learned who Becky yeah. Lynch was. I didn't know who that was. I didn't yeah. know who Nia Jax was, but I Googled who they were, and then I started watching matches. And as I started watching the product every week, I didn't have to go back and do all that. I, no one's asking you to know how many days Bruno San Martino held the title. <laughs> no one's asking you that. But what? we're just saying, like, be a little curious. Look it up on your own because, again, if you get it from somebody else, they're going to be biased. And then right. you're going to be biased, too. And then you're going to be mad. Well, you didn't tell me that the Miz was this good. I don't think the Miz is good. But you didn't want to look it up. <laughs> Miz just keeps catching a stray. 
But, he's the uh, only person I can use. My little brother loves the Miz. He thinks he's the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. <laughs> but that's the duality of being a wrestling fan. It is. Like, you have to make your own opinions. You could be mm -hmm. mad that people are telling you to make your own opinions, but you have to, or else you'll be a guy on the internet getting roasted for people telling you to go look it up. But, and I mean, even if you don't want to Google the things, just watch the just show. Watch and it. Let yeah. them let them show you why you should be interested in this person. Like that's what got Eddie Kingston signed. Like him Facts. just showing up and getting people interested in him and cutting a promo. That's what got us interested in this. That's who. That's what got us interested in Ricky Starks. Um, that's, that's what, what I don't understand. <laughs> that's what I don't understand about all this, Phil. It's like okay, we didn't get the we get, we didn't get a video package on. Uh, Daniel Garcia, but he's about to be in a title match next week. Cause why? Cause we watched the story on TV. They don't have to give us a package because they're gonna tell us why we should like this Let, guy. I, yeah. hate when they like, I don't know who he is. They're gonna tell us why we Let, should care. Show, they're gonna show us why. Watch, we watch the show. Like that's kind of the thing. And we got video packages for Veer, and look how that turned out. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. I know. I don't know. I, I just think if you're interested, if something's gonna pique your interest. Um, it's nothing wrong with continuing to watch mm -hmm. and letting it showcase why this person is somebody that you should be interested in and why you should want to watch. I mean, we've seen that too many times in wrestling where I didn't know who somebody is. I mean, prime example, when I first started watching, I didn't know who MJF was. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch a lot of him on MOW. I didn't watch a lot of his indie stuff. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the more and more you watch the product, the more you come up with an understanding of who his character mm -hmm. is and what makes him great. I just think the whole thing is... If you're curious enough, watch the show. I mean, today is prime example of that because I see some people feel this way about New Japan where they're just like, uh, I might be curious, but I don't want to stay up until three in the morning to watch it. All right, but you love WWF enough to stay up till four in the morning to watch it. And so that's more <laughs> like the, to, to make the point that if you like something and if you're interested and curious enough, you're going yep. to put the effort in. And so it's not so much anybody... I don't want to come off like I'm condescending to anybody because of course everybody's not going to have the same viewing experience that I am. Mm -hmm. But again, I just don't like you also trying to tell me, all right, well, I'm curious about the show. I want to get interested, but the internet fans, they're making me not interested. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're, internet if, if you're interested enough, you're going to keep watching like and see what this is. And so it's just, I don't know, man, like it's just too much to it. I mean, another thing I saw, and this is kind of my, Last thoughts on it is that I've seen people say wrestling is for kids, right? And yeah. so, um, I don't know, I, dogs. <laughs> so, so, hear me out because I saw this take. Somebody was like, wrestling is for kids. And so, it's a lot to ask to say, well, kids should just know who this person is or kids should do the due diligence. That is false because I, we live in the era of kids that watch YouTube constantly, that yeah. are constantly on smartphones, From the that time are constantly. They're right. constantly on the internet. And so if the if they see they something... They're doing better Googling than we are. <laughs> so if they see something on a show and they're interested in it and they don't know what it is, they're going to Google it. They're going to go and look up YouTube videos. The example I used on on Twitter is that um, my, my little nephew is a big Power Rangers fan, huge Power Rangers fan. Wasn't old enough to watch any of the seasons that I watched that made me a Power Rangers fan. But he can name you all of the members of the Mighty Morphin team. He can name you all of the members What's of the Zeal. Because he went and YouTubed it. He went and looked all mm. of this stuff up. He wouldn't watch the seasons on Netflix because that's what that's 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 it. It's just it's just like me getting an anime. I can't say that I had like this leg up because of course it aired in Japan first. What did I go and do? 
I looked it up. You know what the great thing about wrestling is today and to add to the appeal of AEW, you can just go and find all of this stuff. It's right I there. Know. If you can, if, if you're one of those fans that's like, I don't have this big knowledge of Japanese wrestling. I've never seen a Mazawa match. I've never seen an Okada match. Guess what? All of this stuff is at your fingertips now. You don't, you're not from the era that I grew up in where you had to know somebody that, that was a tape trader. You could, just, you could just go and find the streaming platform and watch this stuff, man. If you have the interest, it's there, man. It's just... It's not like it doesn't even have to be laid out to you. Like I don't even have to like go here, go here. Like it's so easy. Just talk out loud and you'll find you it. Like you'll stumble Google into it. Okada WWE matches. network is on Peacock. You know what I mean? Like there it's like if you're trying not, like you're not trying to do research if this is where where it's we're landing with it. But I do understand he like I said, he did make some points. The kid point is like, all right, you we're being extreme. Well well, like, that's not something specifically he said. I just yeah. saw someone make that take in regards to this that yeah you're asking a lot of kids and it's like well you aren't because this is stuff that kids do anyway right. <laughs> they yeah. they go and find stuff they're interested in and they watch stuff on youtube constantly they go and they jump on the internet and and find things that fit their interests they think when i tell them i do a pot my little cousins my cousin's little kids when i tell them i'm on youtube and a podcast they think i'm famous and i'm like it's not like yeah my nephews too they're like really you're famous like auntie i'm like i, I got because, a regular job work like that. yeah because to them this generation that's their youtube is like having having cable to them because that's yeah. what they watch all day they don't mm. watch tv as much as we did growing up they watch a lot mm. of stuff on the internet they watch stuff on streaming platforms yeah it's crazy and kind uh, never miss an episode tell you that yeah so i mean I, you know, again, just to wrap this in a bow, I think mm -hmm. there's validity to what he says. I just yep. think that's not my experience. That's not how I watch wrestling. If yeah. I find something I'm interested in, I just go and find more of it. If it if yeah. it piqued my interest enough, I'm going to go find out more of this person and find out where I can watch more of his, his matches. There's nothing wrong with doing due diligence. And I think that this is beyond wrestling, but very pointed towards wrestling fans. There are fans who like us who are a fan of it. I want to learn. I want to find out more and make my own opinions. And there are people who are like, oh, you like wrestling? I'll look <laughs> at it. Oh, well, I didn't get everything I needed to know. So this is actually kind of stupid. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that this O'Shea person is like that. But I just feel like if you're on the internet already, why can't you look up a Josh you, Alexander you, you, match? you tapped in, bro. You're, you're, you're tapped in. in. You're already there. Oh, and this this is the funny thing that I keep saying, and this goes all the way back to when we talked about Vikingo on this podcast. Mm -hmm. I personally cannot tell you what a casual fan wants because right. I am not a casual fan. Just today, I have not been to sleep because I've been watching <laughs> wrestling. I am not a casual fan. The opposite of casual. So I am not a casual fan. So I cannot right. tell you what a casual fan wants. Mm. I cannot yep. sit here and tell you this this company needs to do this because that's what will get casual fans to watch. I have no idea what's going to get casual fans to watch because I, I, I have no idea what they're interested in. And so. <laughs> I just think it's what funny. What is a casual fan? So I just think it's funny every time we have these kind of conversations. There's a sect of Twitter that's just like, yeah, but they have to court casual fans. You guys have no idea what casual fans want. If you're on the Twitter, if you're on Twitter yeah. engaging in wrestling discourse, you are not yeah, a casual fan. You have no in. idea what they not want. Man, yeah. Casual fans are the ones at like, oh, I'm on my phone. It's a Monday and I'm scrolling. My oh, WWE's in town. Oh, yeah, I used to watch WWE, buy a ticket and go to a show. Not I'm yeah. on the Internet saying Sheamus should have been the damn yeah. 1993. They, they don't, they, bro, they don't care about none of that, bro. <laughs> Alar, I, I, 
I've heard from more than one person that's a casual fan that they don't even watch the shows. They just watch right. YouTube clips and keep up with it. And then they'll like, that's how they know what's going on in wrestling. And they'll watch and they'll pay-per-views. They'll watch WrestleMania and all the big pay-per-views. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they'll watch like yeah. Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, but they're not like all the time wa- watchers. And so the things that they care about and the things that they talk about, that's not what we're talking about on the internet. They don't care <laughs> well, about I'm none of that shit. I'm going to take it one step further with you. And most casual fans are only looking at WWE. So you're expecting a WWE style of thing. Right. So anybody who does anything remotely different, well, this isn't the way that WWE does it. So this right. is kind of weird and I don't like it. Okay? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> that's just what it is. And so I, I just can't be... I have no interest in being the guy that argues on behalf of casual fans because yeah. I'm not a casual fan. I don't want the I don't want the same things that they probably want. I don't know what they want. So it's great just, point. Dude. I don't know what do y'all I want. Casual casual fans, fans. Right, I don't so know. I can help you. <laughs> Google it. Google what casual. Google fans it. Like. Like, seriously, can we get like a definition also of like what's a casual fan? Because people's definitions are all over the place. Uh, all over like, the place. And, and like Krista was saying, drop it in the comments. Drop casual the fans comments. are WWE fans. So why should AEW be ca- trying to cater to casual wwe fans that doesn't even make sense you're just gonna hate on it anyway you're gonna be like this isn't wwe yeah this is aew right yeah so i don't know man it's it's a layered discussion again his his experience is his experience but um i just don't share the same of i i don't watch the same i don't watch things the same way that he does i can't expect everybody to watch things the way that i do Mm -hmm. and when he responded to me on twitter i said that I, i i don't expect anybody to watch the products the way that i do Mm-hmm. Which is, again, I'm not a casual fan. And so I I can't expect people to get the same thing out of it. But for me, a part of the fun of watching AEW is discovering new wrestlers. Part of Discovery, the fun, you guys. It, part of the fun of watching learn, indie wrestling right? get the same thing. <laughs> it's just like it's find, finding new wrestlers and finding new wrestling, man. I, I just, that's, see, that's, me, that's how fun. I know I'm not a casual fan because that is great for me. Like a, a person... If I see a person that me who is obsessed with wrestling that knows everything, Cappuccino Jones last night on yes. Rampage, I'm like, if I see a wrestler I haven't done, I've known yet, it like gives me butterflies. Like Hell I'm so yeah. excited about it. It's like, I oh shit, find out more about a this new guy. person I get to discover. But I mean, that's where this all this de- separation. It's, it's happens, just you know? it's just a difference. Some people don't go into it for that. But personally, for me, that's fun. Finding yeah. new wrestlers and, and going and checking out different matches and checking out something different than what I'm already watching, I think that's fun. I don't know. Yeah, it should be. But some people, I mean, I think it's a, I'm not trying, I'm trying to be funny, but I'm not trying to be mean. <laughs> but I think it's a learning thing. Because once we get to a certain age, you, a you can't tell thing. me nothing. I don't want to learn nothing right. else. You can't yeah. tell me nothing. I know learn. I need to know. Okay. Well, you want me yeah. to do some research? Well, up on my own. Why can't you just tell me? Why can't you just tell me verbatim what to do? And if you're wrong, I'm blaming you. <laughs> well, I mean, that's also a big Twitter thing. People on Twitter do not like to be corrected on no. anything. I know everything. The fuck is you talking about? Why no, you on so, my account correcting me, bro? Like, <laughs> no, no. So, and, and, I mean, and I, I'm not saying that that's o- what O'Shea is doing, but I definitely know that. I, even sometimes when somebody corrects me on that, I'd be looking like, oh, yeah, hey, wait, wait a minute, what? bro. <laughs> I know this, though. Sometimes you can't argue with a fool. If you're going to correct me on something that I know, how am I going to argue with you? Because you've already made your point that you don't care about the facts. You don't care. That's also a thing. You don't care. And that's also where you can land on that. Sometimes if, like, you can break it down 100% for these people. You can give them video packages. You can give them all that. They don't care. They're not going to care. Yeah, I don't don't care. care. 
I don't yeah. care if for Kingo, who did he does too many flips? Is Baba Ba? He does too many Baba Ba's. So Look like, at me with the Diz. I don't care. It's a tripping push. It's, it's a fucking stroke. It's, I don't care. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I thought some people were tweeting some wild stuff at him, like. Well, yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it it's, 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 it's Twitter. People getting mad at him. Over when Ice Cube Sr. got involved, I was like, all right. We've talked about that <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this it was... Today's a good day. He shouldn't be arguing with wrestling fans, Phil. No. <laughs> Why would you said Ice Cube Sr.? Like, he's not talking about that man's dad. He's talking about that old rapper, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you NWA. Know. Why are you arguing with people that like NWA, the wrestling version? I don't get it. Yeah, well, it, it's it's crazy. I, I, right. Of course, every every time something like this happens, a sect of fans is going to go overboard, and those are the fans that people will focus on. Like, see, right. this is how toxic AEW fans are. Um, <laughs> yeah, some of them, but you know, I find that a lot of wrestling fandom can be toxic in general. That. I just that. so I don't know, and that's it don't not me. The, the group it's just the fandom sometimes in general. You can't tell them yeah. shit. Yeah, and I mean, look, man, snobs sometimes. AW fans can be very, very. You don't know. <laughs> you, you better call Okada's, somebody. You ever seen Okada's 14th Wrestle Kingdom main event? <laughs> oh, don't yeah. You like me. wrestling? What size is Daniel Bryan's boot on his big bright toe? <laughs> yes. I, I mean, I get it. Like I said, again, wrestling fans can be elitist. AW fans can be a lot. It's uh, kind of fine. I, I like it sometimes. Look. Uh, it, sometimes, but I. Like you at this know point, it's a joke. Some people, yeah, that's joking. the problem. Some people are like, "It's this is not a joke. This is some, real." Yeah, some people take this stuff way, way too serious, and I think that's mm-hmm. some of what happened. But I also, I also feel like when you have a big account, because and I'm he has way more followers than I do. You know you're that, going to you're going to get different responses from people, and buddy. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got to curate that. You got to curate that feedback, buddy. You got to straight feed, up you mute and block some bro- people, bro. I will mute somebody in a heartbeat. Like, get, get out of here. Yeah, you, you taking those hundred, however many followers you got, everybody's opinion? No way. Girl. I do not need everybody's opinion. I do not need to have a conversation with everybody. Some of y'all can stay on this mute and block list. And I just can hit 10,000 and I'm like, oh my God. I tweeted yesterday. Yeah. I was like, that was the How worst idea I've ever had. I'm trying to be like you, Pimpin. I'll no, argue with you online. Press that. Press that. <laughs> argue with you <laughs> i used to be that think that same way no i yeah, if i could you... transfer all 10 to you right now i would <laughs> you know what? let me not even say that because i have 88k on tiktok and my tiktok i get no notifications i don't care i don't exactly care. I don't care. like i stop <laughs> getting notifications on my phone i can't like no we can't yeah. live with that anxiety all day. i don't agree with you okay and you watching my stuff <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. Sometimes I be thinking that when you're I see people, like, like I I don't agree with anything you're saying. Okay, cool. Yeah, work Ziva. Thank you for the these people. Under, I like sometimes I'm like, do you know? Like, you know, you're talking to a real human over here, though. Like, yeah, uh, but nah, yeah, nah, I, nah, I, nah, I, nah, I do. You're have a wrestling feelings, fan. You, you don't have feelings. This is a Jeez. work. Yeah. <laughs> you're the worst rapper of all time. And you're dumb and you're ugly and your dreads suck. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I was just talking. Whoa! Bow 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 bow. I'm like, y'all, I was just talking about a wrestling match, bro. Why are you talking about my career right now? You should never speak again. If that cuts your fingers off, you stupid ass. I hate when they try to go do research on your profile. Oh, you live in Chicago. You're done. Like, dude, we're not talking about that. (laughs) Yeah, no. You're fighting over a man who you don't even know his real name. You're fighting over the hoaxer. His name is Terry. Relax. 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 You sound crazy. Oh, man. Let's get into yeah. some super chats because we got a lot, <laughs> and we got a hard out today, you guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got Eloquent says, uh, "Righteous Ford Aloysius Reginald Jr. is crazy." 
Yeah, I got, in a little, uh, <laughs> I got in a little Twitter spat with Nyla Rose this morning. Uh, Nyla she, fired you up, bro. She got, <laughs> fried yeah, you she, right on up. She fried me up real good. Pretty classic. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. Yes, that's how it goes. Sheldon Jackson says, hopefully Ali holds the title for a while, and when he faces Hiromu at Windy City Riot, it's for the X Division title. Yeah. That'd be cute. And I can see be. Ali retaining that. Nothing against Hiromu, because Hiromu's good. But yeah. You pulling up, Phil? Uh yeah, of course. Windy City yep. Riot, my favorite promotion coming to Chicago, of course. <laughs> All the elements. <laughs> uh NYU's 99 says TNA fired Scott Demore, which lowers morale. Reminds me of when my job's best manager was fired. They gave us a pizza party to try to raise morale. <laughs> you know we're gonna give you guys this annual ten dollar raise. Yeah. It's not happening. I got a million dollar bonus. Yeah, yeah. Your boss ain't coming back, but we got stuffed crust in the the uh, breakfast. So. <laughs> we spoke yeah. for cheesy bread this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that does sound crazy. Like, dang, man. Oh, y'all are low, man. Look, it's a really else in there, though. You know? <laughs> Today we won't charge for the spray. Hey, we and got it's not too. It's yeah, we got sodas too. You got it. <laughs> uh, man with beer said, "Thoughts on Roman Reigns being snubbed for one best wrestler of 2023? How did that human boiled hot dog win?" Who's the human boiled hot dog? Oh, somebody, a human boiled hot dog. Talking about Don Callis. Oh, best non wrestler. I was confused. <laughs> I was about to say, whoa, whoa. Yeah, no, uh, it's talking about Don Callis. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, honestly, that was not crazy. Too Don not too much on Don Callis. Okay. Those, <laughs> not those, too much. <laughs> on, uh, nah, him being the best non non wrestler of 2023. It's crazy, crazy, though. That, that is crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Some of those results, it's like. Of those results I, I understand because it's wrestling fans. That's why I'm like, I'm fine with it because like the people that voted for it, like you can't be mad because it is actual fan <laughs> vote. Like, nah. Fandom, not not casuals. Yeah, not <laughs> casuals. <laughs> exactly. Not casuals. <laughs> not casuals. Hey, do you uh, know who Don Gallus is? Google him. <laughs> Google him. Uh, you uh, might find some stuff on Google. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe we should. Uh, actually, don't, don't do that. <laughs> I wish we could. This We were in Vegas at the end of Devil or Nothing. Phil and I, I, I wish <laughs> every time I think of Don Callis, Sam <laughs> was suited, brother. I <laughs> okay, that's uh, when Blaze says Christian Craig Cage is a menace. <laughs> Big time menace, man. Bragov <laughs> uh, says, sorry for bringing that up. I laughed so hard. Oh yeah, he brought up the O'Shea thing. Uh, oh, yeah, the O'Shea, funny yeah. stuff. Yeah. And we got I mean, it's not that too. deep. We we laugh. No, we're just talking about it. Of course. Yeah, no, exactly. It, it was a big. Yeah, it was a, it was a big talking point this weekend. So we were going to get into it anyway. It's just like you're saying though, Phil. When you it's legit when you like quote tweet or like even try to add to the conversation, they think that you're shitting on O'Shea. I'm like, I'm not. No, this no, has no. nothing to do with O'Shea. Like, why do you? I, I don't know him. Why would I be? Mad? No, I, I don't dislike the guy or anything like <laughs> that. On, I don't. Man. It isn't even like I'm just trashing his opinion. That's his opinion. Right. I just. Yeah. That's just not my opinion. I, that's exactly. not my experience. You know. Mm-hmm. And not everyone's opinion or a difference of opinion has to be an argument. But it's the that's internet, it. especially yeah. Twitter.com or X, yeah. whatever. Uh, so Jim says, "Happy Black History Month, y'all." Cresta Queen, Phil, always a pleasure. Reg, you cool. Wow. Damn. That's it. You getting cooked all day today, Reg. Pleasure. Reg, you cool. Or tell them about the pod. Oh, yeah. So Jim and I, that's our friend Jiminika. She's great. uh, Amazing person. We did a podcast talking about Black History Month, Black Mental Health, all these great things. So definitely check that out. And I'm just cool, Jiminika, whatever. Yeah. I hope you sit through all this three hours of this podcast. Uh, Corey Davis says, thoughts on Obafemi and Tiffany Stratton? 
Obafemi uh, is not 20 something. That is a 40 year old man. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> trying to comment. say he's 22. No, that nigga's not 22. <laughs> The, the mother trying. African Jesus is strong, then, because ain't no way, ain't no fucking way. You trying? You hitting them with the bad boy too? Nah, you at least forty. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Say ain't, ain't no way. I need, what, let me see your ID. Let me see your parents. As a matter of like fact, when they get when they get the kid from overseas on the little league team, and you're like, no, he's twenty five. He can't be. There's Why no way. He... No, we, we don't have we don't have his birth certificate. <laughs> no, we lost it. We lost it on the on his way here. Somebody tore it up. Oh, yeah. um, but no, uh, Obafemi's dope, man. I I love what he's doing. I think Tiffany Stratton is uh, on her way as well. Yeah, Tiffany. I'm surprised she hasn't been called up yet. But at the same time, I'm still trepidatious about main roster. So I'm like, she's gonna be world champion by the end of the year. Yeah, she's gonna have some gold. Uh, Will Chisholm says, "Did y'all see the New Japan?" Pro wrestling show. I've heard some fans was were not happy with some of the booking. Yeah, the last couple of days, people have not been happy about that. That's going to be our last topic before we get out of here. Uh, and then Jim Miller three three eight nine says, "I wish Emma would have been in Perth. A mixed op- missed opportunity." Yeah, Emma was one of those people that I would love to see. She would have. And I saw that the Iconics tea something too. <laughs> I didn't like them at first, but now that like there's actually women tag team divisions. I low key missed them in the riot squad. Yeah, the iconics, they, like I like yeah. I low key missed them. They were a little ahead of their time. Yeah, considering because like yeah. they were like the only tag team for a while. It's like oh, we have nobody to put them against. <laughs> you had the riot squad, and it was really built around Ruby Riot. And then y'all were like, mm-hmm. Nah, we don't want them to win. Actually, we don't care about these broads. Like, Ugh. every listen, every time I think about Ruby Riot, I think of uh, the uh, the iconics and NXT uh, pronouncing her name with the W, and they're like, it's a whoop, it's a whoopie wire. <laughs> Hilarious. Every time I think of it, I think of the, like using that baby voice to say her name. It's a whoopie wild. I'm surprised they're not back actively somewhere. They were insanely They were great. So funny, man. Uh, Delayed Grat says, $29 for each day in Black History Month. Much love to y'all, Reg, Philip, and Cresta. Y'all need more shows together. Anyway, well, when I, I start my you. own podcast, we're going to have Phil and Regis. Regis. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Regis. 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 Like Regis. Regis. <laughs> <laughs> you starting a podcast? Is this a new thing? Yes. Um, not all the details is out, but I can tell you the name, and the name is going to be called We're gonna talk about something. So hey, we're gonna talk hey, about something. That's, <laughs> that's hard. You on your way. You the next Sherry Shepherd. And can like you uh, this is this is a little bit somber, but you guys saw the Whitney Wendy Williams stuff? Man, that's like yeah. I, Okay. Tough man. It's this tough. is I'm someone who followed the free Britney, and this is mm-hmm. this is the same play by play. Same thing, huh? And it's so sad because even if she does have a mental illness, you guys are saying so because you have a mental illness, we can just take all your money. She wasn't mentally right. ill when she was making those millions. Same thing right. with Britney Spears. She wasn't mentally ill when y'all had her dancing in the video. So right. and if so, why does the bank get to control her money? Mm. Same bank Why of America that got two. Crazy. Every time they start talking about mental health, the bank's like, all right, let me get all your money first. It's like, wait, yeah. I don't, is this how this works? Uh, but you're yeah, mentally well, ill and you might spend your money on stupid <laughs> shit. So I'm going to spend your money on stupid shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It was it was sad to see her like that uh, yeah. in that clip. Uh, also very sad to see that Rockefeller stuff and them trying to force Dame to sell his his uh, percentage of Rockefeller and then Dame being Dame because Jay made him an offer to buy his uh, percentage. I believe the, the offer was like $1.5 million. Don't mm-hmm. quote me on that. I think that that's what it was. But Dame being Dame turned it down. And I'm of just course. Like, I I'm not surprised. I mean, surprised. I don't know if Rockefeller is still very lucrative. 
for yeah, but that's also the thing. Seems like but it's a, like because I know I know what's gonna happen is like oh probably what Dame's thinking. Dame's like you guys are gonna buy my shit and then just profit off of it, hella, mm-hmm. in some new kind of venture. So I see why he's yeah. like, fuck off. Yeah, well, the story is that, uh, you know, he owed some debt. And so they're forcing him to sell his percentage of the company to pay off the debt he owes. Um, but Dame, not Dame, but uh, Biggs and Jay are just like, no, this was our company. The three of us started this. If one of the three of us doesn't own a percentage of it, it should go to somebody that is that like, does. that's our descendant or somebody. It should mm-hmm. stay among our circle. It should Agreed. be somebody else coming in. Um, right. And so I think that's DNA. why Jay. I, th- I think that's why Jay wanted to come in and buy it. And so it's just sad that it that that's just where they're at, man. But I hate this hip hop shit, man. Like Rockefeller, you guys were like, there was like three years where the game was just Rockefeller. And like, mm-hmm. you don't want them to be at this fucking position at this point. Beefing yeah. over lawsuits and yeah, Dame. Every time Dame so talks, good. he's caught in some wild ass shit like this. It's really stupid, man. Yeah. Some people ju- don't want to do their art. And some people use their art to be a messy bitch. And right. I'm swearing a lot. Y'all going to get demonetized. I'm so sorry. I'm Pirate Jones today. I'm so sorry. It's all good. It's all good. It is yep. what it is. The pirates tried to stop Elimination Chamber. They did. The so, you know, pirates <laughs> is out. Shotkid29 says, good wrestling should just be the hook. Catchy and Brian got me more interested in CMLL. Check, leading to me checking out highlights and watching Fantastic Mania. Yeah. Fantastic Come on now. Mania. Yeah. If you up late at night, instead of being on the hub, you know, go to Wrestle K Chat Seats or something, do read something, you know, look at instead something. Instead of swiping all night like I am, like swipe on some wrestling. Go go mm-hmm. to FIFO, look at our Twitter, and then come, they be like, I yeah. want to see a thing and I want to go ahead. Tell, telling somebody to stop what they're doing on the hub and, and go to FIFO is wild. <laughs> <That> is <crazy. laughs> God is watching you. And instead of going one on one with your great one, maybe you should get some wrestling knowledge. He needs Damn. a break, he's chafed. How many times you want to have a cage match with him? Okay, he's tired. Get off the hub. Go, <laughs> go to <He's> wrestle. Chafed. <laughs> <laughs> the issue is, is they go to FIFO and they don't stop. With <laughs> I got yeah. three monitors. One is FIFO. One yeah, is like, ah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Dude, that's gonna get us demonetized. Not your cousin. Yo. <laughs> My podcast is going to be up for a week. You're out of here. Regab says, him saying all that while Roman debuted in the main roster from the crowd with no info except watch NXT. It's like people forget history. Yeah, like the yeah. the, uh, the, the shield. shield. It came with nothing. Just three dudes that uh, love to fight like Finley. And they were cool. Like the, I wasn't uh, watching NXT when Shield debuted. So Right. I wasn't um, watching wrestling when she'll debut. So. <laughs> Tony P says, seeing of Julia is what got me into stardom. Her, Micah, and Az- Azumi. Azumi uh, are my faves. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yep. Dan V90, uh, Dan V900 says, WWE doesn't do vignettes anymore to debut the people on the main roster. Look at Stratton and Braun on SmackDown moving up suddenly. WWE doesn't generally hold hands anymore. Look at NXT call up in general. Yeah, they. WWE now assumes that their fan base watches NXT and uh-huh. it didn't used to be like that. Like that's like a new thing. It used to be like I remember when Finn Balor NXT. was in when Finn Balor came and I was like, "Why don't you guys tell us about his history in NXT?" And it felt like they were like, "Nah, he's new. Don't even try to check that you shit out." You don't even know who this man is. <laughs> nah. Right. Your memory. Nah, Prince Prince David, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> But also too, like if you think about that statement, how long has WWE taken people who were like not AJ Styles, who was someone who had to change their name 
in WWE that had a big name for themselves. And then in WWE, they kind of flopped and then had to go back to their name afterwards. You can't expect them to do vignettes on how good someone was in CMLL because that right. means you would have you to. You can't even use their footage. That's exactly. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's been for the longest time. Like when they would debut a wrestler from WCW, they couldn't show his WCW clips. They had to just put him on there because nothing yeah. exists before this company. This is a new person you've never seen before. Yeah, uh, there's so many examples of that because I wasn't a WCW kid, but my uh, first introduction to RVD and a lot of those wrestlers that yep. came over in the invasion was yep. them just coming over and doing yeah. the matches it and doing up. cool shit. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the fucking rascals. That's how we, the radicals. That's how we got radicals. into radicals. Yep. Like said, the radicals. RVD showing up and just doing the fraud. At the time, watching as a yeah. kid, one, two, three, and then the yeah. cleanest frog splash I ever seen. I, I had to Come know. On, I had to know where this little man came from. They didn't have no videos. My one of my favorite uh, Raws of all time, the when ECW invaded in nineteen ninety seven. There wasn't no debut pack. There wasn't nothing. But after that show, ECW was the coolest thing in the fucking world mm -hmm. to me. Sometimes yeah. you have to put it on TV. That's it. Uh, Ryan Lambert says you're a wrestling fan. Can you name every match ever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you? Oh yeah, you're a wrestling fan. Name the time that Hulk Hogan came out before 1987 in the back, and he was talking. What was the wrestling he was talking to before they died? I bet you don't know. You're such a fake. <laughs> That's so sad that this is real. Uh, Dan V900 also says Jackson must be confused watching TV shows and films when a new character appears. Shinsuke debut at Takeover was incredible. Another one. If you can figure out break QR codes, you can't complain about not knowing. Well, drag her. Come on now. You had your phone out like. <laughs> Just to hear the store to click on, let me in. Bray, Bray for real had y'all using the internet. Man, man uh, C says AEW does not force feed on who is heel or not. Is organic fandom is based on in ring performance and how well they execute their character. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because okay. even if you don't know them, TNA does that too. Even if you don't know them, you're going to want to know them because they wrestle really well. Mm and this name is gonna be really hard for me. I I don't I, I don't know. You guys can help me pronounce it. Will Washington Will Washington says Cresta is so great, way better than other brother y'all used to have on here. Yo, not too much on the light skins. Not too much on the light skins. Ooh, <laughs> oh, who's that? You I've never heard of this Will guy in my life. I don't know. I don't know. Who's Bill Birmingham? Yeah, that's, I know Bill Birmingham. I don't know who yeah. this this guy is. Yeah, I, I side note, I have never seen his profile picture. Me neither. <laughs> and now that I see it, that is a very Will Washington profile picture. That's a super Will Washington profile picture. He's light skinned. He can't help it. No, y'all okay. Not too much of the light skin. Okay? Come on, man. If I'm going to talk about Will Washington, I have to make at least one light skin joke. It's been so long. Well, I'm with you. But too long. I'm going to take a picture like this just for you with my feet kicking <laughs> in the background. <laughs> No, we're all kidding. We love you, brother. You're doing great up there. Let me talk about your ass and the observer and shit. Uh, Meet Norman said, <laughs> Meet thinks 947. What is this? At least I have Meet Madness to look forward to. Guessing Wardlow wins, but we get a big meaty flipping and spinning. So excited for that. Tony Khan saw my tweets finally. He And he's starting with the 920 with the women, but he saw my meat. Come on, Tony. Let me be your my friend. my meat is crazy. <laughs> Ah, Arby's, this is a I free beg, I beg your pardon? <laughs> you saw our meat. You saw my meat. It's crazy. Um, for a meat match. You don't want to see meat? <laughs> I want... Uh, wait. I I want to... Wait. Hold on. 
You don't want to see. Trick question. You don't see big meaty men slapping me. You don't want to <laughs> see me. Okay, yeah, I mean. You got a quote, Biggie. You want a thirty-minute classic, or you want seven minutes of power moves? <laughs> Listen, I don't know what this match is and what it's going to lead to, but uh, apparently we're getting some meat. Yeah. yeah. No vegans over here. That's all of our super chats. Y'all are dope. Appreciate everybody for uh, communicating uh, today. <laughs> Check and see if we got uh, any more Humper Chats, and then we got to uh, drop into our last topic because uh, our guys got to get out of here. <laughs> I made a mistake. I said meat, and now the chat is just typing meat. My fault, y'all. Y'all nasty. Fine God. <laughs> Where did Sean Ross has to come on with the uh, his Elimination Chamber review. That's coming up immediately after this, too, you guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, see, from Jason Rev, he says, uh, Graps, do you think we will have uh, anyone show up to assist the EVPs versus Sting versus Darby? versus Sting and Darby. Uh, I am hoping Jack Perry does and goes on to program with Darby afterwards. Uh, Darby's California friends line coming back to bite him. Um, I do think we'll see Jack uh, align themselves with those guys eventually. I don't think it's going to happen this soon, though. I don't think so either. Um, I don't know uh, if there'll be any shenan any extra shenanigans on that match specifically, just because I don't, I don't think they want to take too much away from Sting's thing. You yeah, know? that's true. But, but yeah, I, I thought uh, the the stuff we got on Friday with the Bucks was great. Of course, the Bucks uh, gave Tony Schiavone a uh, gift card, which is uh, a <laughs> very pointed reference to That's a certain Chicago certain Chicago. other Chicago wrestler yeah. giving out gift cards backstage. Um, These guys are menaces, and even if you put Jack Perry with them, what is Jack Perry's going to be named? Jackson Perry? These are Matt and Nick Jackson. That's not gonna <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, which speaking of uh, Jack Perry, we we got a hint uh, that he's going to be coming back to New Japan soon. We ah. got a vignette for him last night at New Beginnings. Who did he challenge? Um, well, he didn't challenge anybody. It was just mm. kind of a teaser. Um, mm. But we'll, we'll we'll get into it. we'll get into a full pay per view. Uh, yeah. We got two nights of New Beginnings in Sapporo. Um, very very mixed bag of shows. Uh, the 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 first night was very very rough. Uh, there were some booking Ugh. decisions that I. Did not understand that that first night. Uh, there were good things about it. Uh, the IWGP women's match was good. Mina mm-hmm. Shirakawa took on Mayu Iwatani for that title. I thought that that was mm-hmm. a good match. Mina continues to show people that she has improved. She's a great wrestler now. Um, but that was kind of the high point for that uh, show. <laughs> and it was kind of midway through, so it was just like, Oh, cool. This was a cool match. They had some cool stuff beforehand. We got another Okada multi-man match at the beginning, towards mm-hmm. the beginning of the show. It was cool to see Okada finish up his farewell tour that way. Um, Good stuff. But then we got into the House of Torture <laughs> shenanigans, and I was just kind of like, what are, what are we doing? Um, we had show taking on Desperado for the junior heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. Um Desperado lost the title via countout because of House mm-hmm. of Torture shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Very, very trash finish. It did yeah. not like it. That's uh, a trash finish. Yeah. I've been hearing nothing but like people like the New Japan show last night. I watched it, but I think I should have went to bed. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it just that finish just wasn't for me. A lot of the House of Torture stuff from night one just was not for me, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know sometimes I try to be. Like, all right, they have their place in wrestling. Their heels, they're supposed to be getting heat. But, man, that finish to that match just wasn't <laughs> for me, man. That, I just, I, I, again, I, 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 
It, it just wasn't for me. I, I I tried. I tried, guys. It just wasn't for me. I, I mm-hmm. sat there and hung my head low after it happened. It's like, mm-hmm. why why are we doing this to? Why are we doing this to such a great wrestler like Despy? We've seen him do so many cool things and shows very good. Like we don't need to do <clears throat> this with show. Right. Um, I just wasn't here for it. But yeah, that wasn't the end of our night because uh, we also got. Um, <laughs> Another title change in that night, and uh, we got uh, El Presidente himself, <sighs> Hiroshi Tanahashi, taking mm-hmm. on Matt Riddle for the television title. Um, actually, a pretty good match, um, but Tanahashi dropped the belt from Matt Riddle. Matt Ugh. Riddle is your new New Japan television title. Um, I just have no interest in Matt Riddle's champion, to be I honest can. with you. Yeah. Um it just, yeah, I just had no interest in it. I but interesting it result. Yeah. I just say was, that maybe Tanahashi did that because he is president and needs to focus on more things, but I feel like there were other options besides yeah, Matthew just, Riddell. And, and, and it, it made the Wrestle Kingdom finish make even less sense. You took the belt off of Zack Sabre Jr. to put the belt on Tanahashi just for him to have this short-lived reign where he dropped it to Matt Riddle. So what was really the point of that? Like, Zach hit him with the "That's not gonna work for me, brother." And I'm not wrestling. After that rain, after that rain that Zach Saber Jr. have, it's kind of a weird way for the next champion to just be a transitional champion into Matt Riddle. It's like what? Yeah, it just wasn't. Maybe Zach Saber wants to go find his smile. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. know. Uh, (laughs) We also had Evil taking on uh, uh, bright up and comer Shota Umino on this card. You would think the way that Shota has been positioned since the G1 as one of the new three musketeers that he was going to come in and have this triumphant win over evil and save the never open weight title. This was going to be his first major title win. And this would be the first sign of the new era because one of the big trends of these shows was that this is kind of the transition point for New Japan as a company. Mm-hmm. You have like some long-standing wrestlers leaving. You have a new crop of young guys coming in, and I don't feel like they gave us the gratifying moments of showing us that the new crop of guys are guys that they're invested in. Right. Um, and so, showed a losing to Evil. I was just sitting there like, why? Why are we doing this? And it was the same time. thing with the House of Torture shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't into it and for Shota to lose that way with everything he's got going I was just like uh, uh whatever um but we ended the night with Nick Nimitz taking on David Finlay for the new uh global heavyweight championship mm-hmm. um I, I did not know what to expect of Nick Nemeth at this point in his career going on a new Japan run, but Nick Nemeth has a way of uh hooking you in with his energy he has a way of being very convincing and I was here for it by the end of the match. He, uh, This was your usual Finlay match, if you've seen one, of him beating down on a guy and doing the big heat spots. Um, but it ended up being worth it because of the fire that, that Nemeth brought to this. I keep wanting to call him Ziggler, uh, but Nemeth <laughs> brought a lot of fire to this. And I thought it was a great way to end the first show, even though the first night was a mixed bag. There was a lot of stuff on this show that I either wasn't interested in or was just outright not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that ending it on that note was good, him winning the title, and it was a pretty good match. Uh, but the really good selling point for this, if you have not seen it, is Nick's promo afterwards backstage. Man cut the promo of his life, let mm-hmm. you know that he thought that, you know, can I still do this? Like, oh, yeah. Do I still have this in me? And I was just, I was close to hanging this up, 
but I wanted so much to have a second chance. And you could he see how he said he was going to retire if he didn't beat Finley. Like, yeah, yeah, he, it, I, it, he, yeah. This this was a fire promo. If mm-hmm. you haven't seen it, very very good promo. Um, I night I was two by then. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> night two was way better. Night two, of course, mm-hmm. was this morning. Uh, well, last night for me, uh, ahead <laughs> of Elimination Chamber. Um, I thought that they they started with the multi-man matches like they usually do. Um, but this was also an interesting one because this was effectively Kazushika Okada's last appearance with New Japan. Yep. Um, and I thought it was very fitting for him to have a match with his Chaos teammates. Uh, it, was, mm-hmm. it was pretty much what you expected. He came out and did the yeah. usual stuff. He ended up getting the pin in his last match and winning. But a lot of this, you could see like the callbacks and the camaraderie with Chaos and just seeing him for the last time with Yoshihashi and a lot of these guys that you know he made his career with Chaos with. And was cool. supposed to be against Tanahashi, who got injured against Matt yes. Riddle the night before. Uh, yeah, of course. That's the other part of this. He got injured. On. And um, Nick, after the show, was like, I have a request. I want to tag with Tanahashi for night two. And, of course, whoops, he's injured, so we will not be seeing this tag match. Come Instead, on. Tanahashi Whoa. was on commentary. but And we'll get back to him being on commentary because that led to something cool as well. But uh, the Okada stuff here, I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the the chaos stuff i know people are going to be like oh he didn't put anybody over on the way out and why did they put him in all these multi-men matches wouldn't it have been more fitting to have him in like one-on-one matches towards the end yeah they could have booked it better but um i had all the feels of watching him finish mm-hmm. out his time there with chaos seeing him at the top of the ramp um do one final bow with all of the chaos members was really cool um there was a lot of things in this that I really enjoyed watching him come down with the money raining down again and probably for the last time on a New Japan stage. It's just special. I'm a big Okada fan, so just yeah. seeing all that stuff is just like, man, I'm going to miss seeing him here. Uh, but I just don't know why they didn't do everything to keep him. That's all. That's that's the thing that just puzzles yeah. me. I feel like that is your CM Punk. That's your Hulk Hogan. That is your MJF. I, yeah. I, I don't understand wrestling, I guess. Mm. Yeah, there there are things I don't understand about the politics of it, but I I don't know. Yeah, there's well, also things I do understand. It's like, oh yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> one, one of the unexpected surprises from this show, one of the biggest treats for me as a big Bullet Club fan, um, is uh, Tama Tonga. This was also his final appearance with New Japan, right? And I thought he went out on a great note because he went up against the new God and Hikaleo and El Fantasmo, but mm-hmm. he, he and uh, Tonga Loa came out to the original uh, Gorillas of Destiny theme. I popped as soon as I heard the theme. Um, <laughs> Tama Tonga came out with the original makeup and everything. Um, they did like some of the usual spots. They did the, the gun, gun stun spots, um, and Hikaleo ended up pinning him to end the match. I thought that was a good way to put Hikaleo over on the way out. I thought it was a good moment if you follow new japan as long as i have and you watch tamatanga's youtube channel deep cut for you if you watch Mm -hmm. this youtube channel and this was way back when hikaleo was still like a young lion and he was uh he was just training he wasn't on the show very much 
and seeing where he came from all of that, seeing all of this coming forward and him being the guy that pinned Tamatanga on the way out. It's a really, really cool moment, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and like seeing like all of them embrace in the ring and just seeing how much the fans appreciated Tamatanga on the way out. I thought that was a very fitting end for him as a New Japan talent. I don't know where he's going next, but I thought that was a very NXT. cool moment. What do you mean? Stop. Yeah. All what right. Do you mean <laughs> Reg, uh, I've been I've been Team Reg this whole show. Please, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that. But but yeah, I I think the Gorillas of Destiny um, namesake is in good hands with Hikaleo and El Fantasmo. I've it said is. before that Hikaleo has improved drastically. He's one of my favorite big men in wrestling right now. Um, he looked great in this match. Uh, he did this pop up gun stun in this that was really really cool. Mm. Uh, uh, him and El Fantasmo did the usual tag moves that they do together. That all looked great. Um, yeah, I still don't understand why these guys lost to uh, Chase Owens and Kenta. <laughs> uh, but they are still your uh, New Japan Strong Tag Champions. Yep. So there's that. But um, this was this was a really pleasant surprise for me because I didn't expect them to get all this stuff in for the failware for mm-hmm. Tama but really enjoyed it. Uh, mm-hmm. We also got uh, Taguchi and Nick Nemeth taking on David Finley and Gato, and it's the usual funky weapon stuff where it does the hip attacks and all of the stuff in there. Very fun match. It was very fun to see Nick Nemeth in this kind of atmosphere and do the hip attacks with Taguchi. Um, of course... Nick Nemeth picked up the win, pinning Gato. But afterwards, because Tanahashi was on commentary, he didn't get his tag match, but he challenged them to a match for the Global Heavy Global uh, Championship. So that's going to happen soon. Um, mm-hmm. Excited to see that. There are a lot of similarities between Nick Nemeth and Tanahashi. Tanahashi mm-hmm. does like the rocker stuff. He does the air guitar stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, very much looking forward to that match. Um, we also got uh, kind of the upswing of the show which was the just five guys taking on members from uh lij yeah the one-on-one matches to close out the rest of the show bushi versus takahashi was good uh but the standout for me best show on the co- best match on the show for me was doki taking on hiromu takahashi very very good match if you don't see anything else from night two go out of your way to watch this doki picked up the win banger fire match banger of a match um mm. I, I think if you look at this you can feel like the junior heavyweight division is in good hands going forward there's cool stuff you can look forward to forget all of that show and desperate <laughs> stuff we saw in night one because i'm sure that depresses us all but this match was this a banger uh mm. uh taichi versus shingo takagi was also great um as a guy at, at one point that was just like what is the appeal of taichi um this guy has just grown on me more and more over the years. Had a great match with Shingo. Shingo's one of them guys that that guy don't have bad matches in my opinion. Never. That guy is, that guy is, is great. Um, mm. I really feel like he's one of those guys now that Okada's gone. They've got pushed this guy to the moon. Mm-hmm. He's the future of that company to me. Uh-huh. Uh, Definitely. But they, they had a banker of match. Then we got hair versus hair match. Uh, Yoda Suji taking on Yuya Umura. And I feel like this was one of those matches where we were looking at it to see where the future of this company is going. Cause both of these guys are in a good spot. I think Suji's one of those guys that you can put the belt on eventually. Um, and, <laughs> uh, Yuya is also one of those guys coming over from coming back from impact where it's like, all right, you've got two guys that have hell of a lot of charisma, long manes of hair, mm-hmm. uh, very good looking guys. You can push these guys. Um, this match wasn't exactly what I wanted it to be. I think the closing stretch of it was great. 
didn't really hit the way I wanted it. Mm. But I still am a big Suji guy. I think Suji will be champion in some way by the end of the year. Very bright future for that guy. You just bald? Suji ended up picking the win here. Uh, Yuya lost, and so Yuya did have to cut his hair. Yeah, like uh, right back like a young lion again immediately. So, so of course, that's the story of this match that both of these guys kind of came up around the same era as, as young lions, and they had, mm-hmm. you know, when you're a young lion, you have to have the uniform look, you have the uniform hair, and so this was this is kind of like going back to square one yeah. for Yuya. And so <laughs> like I'm curious, <laughs> I'm curious to see what Yuya does out of this. Like we saw what like shaving Julia's hair did for Julia and mm-hmm. like how she went on this big run after that match with Tam Nakano. And so I'm curious to see what this does for you. You're very excited for the future of the company. Um, uh, to close the show, we got Tetsuya Naito taking on Sonata for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Um, this match, ugh, this match was okay. Not the ugh. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The match started really well. It was going it was going well, and then, like, the ending stretch of it was rough, man. There was, like, mm. some miscues. There were some um, messy finishers. Um, Tough one. The story they were telling of the match is good because coming out of the match from Wrestle Kingdom, mm-hmm. uh, the story is that Naito challenged Sonata to change yourself. Like you're not gonna move forward without with still trying to be the same guy that tries to please the crowd. You can't care too much about what the audience thinks of you. You have to move forward because that was Naito's story. He had to ditch the start the the uh he had to ditch who he was to become the Naito he is today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's trying to he's trying to give that advice to Sonata, and he's not quite getting it. I think there's the makings of a good. Uh, trilogy and a rivalry with these guys moving forward, but this match didn't hit in some way. The Russell King, Russell King, the match was much better than this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but Naito's Naito still super duper over. Got the mm. biggest pop of the night. Um, ended with the roll call and everything. But I thought one of the coolest things of the night was him um, calling out Okada, who was on commentary. Before I get into it, I forgot this part. Um, Shingo. Uh, was on comment well, well Okada was on commentary when Shingo was finishing up his match and uh wait am I mixing this up? I'm mixing this up. Sorry. You haven't slept. It's okay. I haven't had, sleep. Yeah, yeah, hasn't I, had I, sleep. I haven't had a lot of sleep and I've been I've been talking wrestling for uh, a, a large amount of hours. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sure I'm not mixing this up so I don't get this shot correct because it's important. <laughs> um because it was is a very pointed shot at him after Okada because mm-hmm. um, ah, work brain. Okay, Suji. That's right. Yeah. Suji won his match. Um, and afterwards, he walked past uh, Okada on commentary and he says, are you happy with yourself? Are you happy with the state you're leaving this company in? I'm disappointed in you. And he walks mm. off. And I thought that was such a good note for him to leave on. It was very pointed. Um, It shows if this guy's going to be the future of the company that moves forward, you got to put things on his back. Mm -hmm. And also, in my opinion, very much builds towards a forbidden door match. If Okada goes to AEW, that should be the match you go with. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought that shot was hard. Mm -hmm. I I loved it. I loved that energy. Big shouts to Tuji. But, yeah, ended the night on Naito doing a roll call. And then he, of course, called Okada in the ring for one last time. Acted like he was going to do the LIJ salute. put Put his fist up. And waited for Okada to do it. 
And as soon as he lifted his fist, he started punching him on the back of the head, beating mm-hmm. him down, and they had an exchange close to the matches we know them for. And that was kind of the send-off for Okada with the company. Is one last exchange with Naito. I mm. was tearing up and out of my seat clapping. Yeah. Just great stuff, man. Can't wait to see what Okada does next, but I'm definitely going to miss him in New Japan. Um, I, I just can't imagine New Japan without this guy. Like, I just... It doesn't make sense. The yeah. entire time I've been a New Japan fan, Okada's been there. He's been the guy. Uh, Naito also made a point of saying that the thing that made Naito Naito was Okada. Him coming back from the excursion and becoming the guy forced him to up his game. It forced him to go away and go on excursion and come back and become the Naito we know today. There would not be no the Naito we know without Okada. Mm-hmm. And so it felt fitting for those two guys to have that moment to end the show. Right. They're, they're synonymous with each other. Okay, we got a super chats because we got to get out of here. Will oh. Chisholm says, LA Knight must have told AJ the earth is not flat. And AJ was like, I'm going to get you, sucker. <laughs> you can't Yo. <laughs> Hold on. You um, can't that. <laughs> hold on. And then uh, uh, Denise Alcedo says, Grab City. Oh, Denise. Thank you, Denise. Appreciate you. That's all of our super chats, you guys. You guys are cool. Uh, let me check in. Did you see that text we got? Reginald? I did. <laughs> How y'all got it? What can I join the group chat? This is malarkey. Did, did you respond to it, sir? Yeah. yeah. I want to be in the turtle club. Um, okay, so uh, from Night Fiend, uh, he said, uh, there's always loud segment that wants AW to BWWE because that's what they perceive the booking should be. It's just laughable watching content creators saying there's no story because they don't watch all the shows, but then say they don't because of ratings. Um, I feel like some people are like that. I can't say that specifically um, some of the takes from this O'Shea stuff, but I do think it's funny that some people are just like, I do the thing that I enjoy somewhere else. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I don't want change. I just want you yeah. to do it in a different color somewhere right. else. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all our humper chat. Let me reload just to be sure. Did we hit all of our, our super chats sir? We did. Uh, we're in. Uh, we do have one more humper chat from Nelson Muntz. Uh, let me put over the great women's tournament on ROH this week. I want Billy to win it. So she can then be the one that dethrones Athena for the world title. And Amanada goes after Billy and her determination to write wrestling history. Um, yeah, look, we got some good tournament matches. Shout out to Sandra Moon. Lost, but I mm-hmm. thought she had a great showing, man. Yeah, great, great. If you guys haven't seen it, definitely watch this week's ROH. They're doing some great work. All those women in the tournament. It's going to be ill. It seems like they're setting up Amanada to win. Good stuff. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that is it. We don't really have any other topics and my guys mm-hmm. got a slide. But of course, appreciate you guys as always. Always fun talking wrestling with you guys. Always fun to have Cresta on the show. Of course, you can catch Cresta tonight doing the Collision post show. Um, where else can they find you if they have not seen you on this show before? Which is kind of hard to believe at this point. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, right there, Crest of the Star on X, Twitter, whatever it's called. Follow me. I have a link tree in my bio. Tonight, I'm here on Fightful Collision. Wednesdays, I stream on TikTok and Twitch at Crest the Star. Um, I, I, we, we got a heart out, so just follow me on Twitter. I, 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 we got a heart Go- out. Googler. Oh, no. Yeah, Google me. Google me. Google me. Get into it. Google me. I'm famous. 
according to <laughs> Reg's cousin, nephew, brother. <laughs> yep. My little cousin, he fa- she famous, she on YouTube. And you know where to find the guys. We're here every Saturday. We'll be on uh, Ask Grapsity this Thursday. Yeah, as always, appreciate you guys as always. This has been Grapsity from me, Phil Lindsay, Righteous Reg, Cresta Star. We are out. Bye. <laughs> At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.